No, I've seen so many fucking explosions, so it doesn't mean anything. So Shinji is just breaking down in his Eva as Masato is. Yeah, go ahead. He's so right. I was thinking about <laughs> what. It's like, there's. I was thinking about. I was like, yeah. There's a lot of things in this in this anime that are just pointless. For instance, explosions on any fucking on anyone. Like explosions have yet to kill people. They've yet to kill angels. They've yet to kill Evas. <laughs> And then percentages, no percentages matter. The statistics are fake in this anime. They don't matter one fucking bit. It's not zero, okay? There's a chance. Dude. It's all laid out in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Hello, and welcome back to My First Anime Evangelion. This week, doing episodes 17 through 21. Uh, coming to you live from my secret melon garden, I'm Chris Bailey. Coming live from my secret garden, this is Salvador, also known as Monkey. This whole yes and fuck you, like, <laughs> we're going to put on a fucking short because I do not like this. I cannot think of things in... You are fuck it. Anthony, introduce yourself. And coming from my personal secret geospace is Anthony Vaught. Hell yeah, that's fantastic. God damn, I can't, I can't improv with shit. Well, the only reason I got that is because you took so long. Hey. That's See, the, just do what I do and tie it. I'm just trying to tie it into the episodes. Think okay. of something that happened. and think You said of, Melon and, Garden at first. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's and so it good. Oh, yeah, that, that was melons. actually fantastic, Orange. Too bad I can't um, follow it up. Uh, it's so stupid, but we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll just jump into it, do the frustrations in real time. <laughs> Episode 17, uh, The Fourth Child, co-written by Shinji Higuchi, who also, I think, honestly, it feels like it's been like six months since I watched these episodes, even though it was only a week, so bear with me a little bit. Um, I think he was mostly like animation on Kill the Kill, Attack on Titan, and Shin Godzilla. Um, I don't know if he wrote for any of those, but... The same kill the kill. Good anime, you guys. That's uh, it's fine. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> that might be one of well, it can't be one of my picks because wait, no, kill the kill is like twenty something episodes, isn't it? I think it's a twenty sixer. Yeah. Oh, it could be one of my picks. Anthony will fucking love it. <laughs> well, I love that. Like in the Cowboy Bebop we talked about, you guys kind of. I don't know if it's poke fun, but you guys mentioned something about Evangelion, and you said right orange, and now you say kill a kill. So I'm yeah, that's probably gonna be the next one I pick, just because. <laughs> Depends so how much happy. fan service you want. Oh no! <laughs> oh, actually, since, let's go ahead and jump into that point real quick. Hold on. So I noted this one because uh, you know when the TVMA pops up there and it says for what? Mm-hmm. I noted that uh, every time that it goes up for nudity, I cringe a little bit, and it did happen on this episode. Where it was like TVMA for nudity and smoking, and I went, uh. I- I'm sorry, but I seen I've been seeing that throughout the, all the episodes, so. I don't know why this one's different. Because I'm just saying the fucking credits is like nudie, except that they, oh, yeah. they don't sew anything. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, the silhouette. They really nudity. don't sew anything anyways. I mean, we see no areolas or no penises, so. It's unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. This show's not over. Uh, I don't think they are going <laughs> to sew it. Like, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we open with... Masato talking to Gendo 
basically saying that she refuses to interrogate Shinji about what happened. I think the conversation here basically is like Gendo trying to hypothesize like, oh, the angels, are they trying to make contact or, or, or they're growing smarter and more intelligent? And Masato is just basically like, dude, I don't know. What do you, why would you think any of us know anything? Oh, so I'm just going to tell you one now. Though, there was this whole interrogation scene. So it's been a week for us watching this. I don't know what the fuck was this interrogation for. I completely forgot what the last episode was about. I'm just showing, just telling you guys that's what I'm thinking about. Even um, it was Shinji when he got sucked into the angel. Yeah, I noticed that later on. But I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, gotcha. I don't remember shit about this anime, and that just tells you what my feelings about this anime is, you guys. The only thing I got from this, which I'm sure you're gonna get to, is is that they uh, they acted independently until now. Hmm. Sure. I feel like that was the big line I was supposed to get from that. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. It it is the show kind of saying like, oh, they it seems like they're trying to do something. They're not just mindlessly attacking us, and they seem to theoretically get smarter each time or more effective at least. I was saying something we notice all the fucking time, but whatever. I mean, it takes fucking seventeen episodes for them to notice the fact that the angels are getting smarter, but whatever. No, they definitely mentioned it earlier. Okay. Uh, then we go to Toji going to visit his sister. What's with this chest? So I thought his sister was fine. No, she got hurt in the first angel yeah, attack. Apparently the first angel attack and she's just never healed. So they don't disclose. I guess, yeah, it's kind of a cheap way to just be like, oh, she just could have a common cold. No, no, because I thought for sure, like whenever this fucking topic came up about his fucking sister, I thought she was doing perfectly fine. Like, I understand she's in the no. hospital re- recuperating, but like... I thought she was, like, just recuperating. She's like, oh, she's just in there to heal up, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, once you know someone is going to be okay later, you stop visiting them, right? <laughs> Wait. I mean, has he been visiting her beforehand? Or I mean, yeah, a, probably. Or is this the first time? Is this the first time that we notice that he's been visiting after fucking 17 episodes? It's the first time they mention it, but they mention it by saying he does it two times a week, every week. Well, I, that's all just trying, they're just trying to humanize him for later. Yeah, That's and it. we didn't need to see it beforehand. No. Like, it didn't mean anything. No, but what I'm saying, though, fucking... The episode he fucking comes in, for my understanding, I thought the sister was fine. She will survive, but she's not fine as we understand it. Oh, whatever. They just fucking throw this in there, fucking trying to give yeah, Toji... They just did it to... There's a lot of writing errors in this. Uh, is it the next one that I fucking hate? Anyway, you can keep going. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't mind Toji being a fucking Eva pilot, like... I thought he was okay, but whatever. I mean, yeah, that that's what's so frustrating about these groups of episodes, because or this group of episodes specifically. I think it has some like really great stuff in here that I genuinely really like, yes. and then it immediately slaps you with, "Oh wait, but actually, it sucks." Yeah. So there's some stuff. Um, what the fuck is the S two drive? But anybody want to explain that to me? The S2 Those, engine? my understanding is basically it's probably the angel's core. Okay. Like that red thing they've been destroying, that's my guess as to what the S2 drive is. Okay. Yeah, this is the first episode where they mentioned specifically S2 drive, unless I just didn't hear it. Uh, we have Gendo and Ray in the elevator, which I don't really remember what that scene was. We get to the school, Kensuke, we learn Kensuke is absent because he's off visiting a battleship, because why not? I'm so, so random. <laughs> sure, Kensuke, go for it, dude. Yeah. Although it actually makes total sense in context that we get later. Yeah. And we learn about the second branch of Nerve, I guess, over in Nevada has vanished. Uh, Unit 04 also vanished. So the U.S. is like, 
you know what? We don't want any more part of this. Here's unit 03. Take it. We're done, those kids. Yeah. We have a giant hole in Nevada now. <laughs> You're, this is all you guys. So they send that over and they start to talk about the dummy plugs again and how we have Ray's personality in the dummy plug. And I think they give a percentage of how much they're able to replicate it. And I think it's low, like in the 20s. But the main thing they say is, oh, we can do the personality, but we can't do heart and soul. Yeah. I initially I thought that was like her just being like it's just not the same, but later on yeah yeah they they just can't replicate a soul. Is this is this Gendo and Ritsuko? Uh, it's Ritsuko for sure. I can't remember who she's talking to. I think it's Gendo because towards the end of this scene or like the very end of it, Ritsuko is giving him some eyes. Like she is staring daggers at Gendo. Wait, is this the one where the Rays are they in front of Ray? They they might be yeah. oh yeah 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 machine. yeah yeah. Gendo's like, hey, let's go get some lunch or whatever. So we don't know what that machine is, right? That Ray's attached to. No. Okay. I bet it has something to do with what Ray. Oh, it, it might be for like making the dummy plugs, like somehow exporting <laughs> her personality or whatever. No. Okay. You mean her like full of a personality? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's only twenty five percent effective because she only has twenty five percent of a fucking personality. Yeah, it's really weird when we were discussing about Ray's personality and how it's not there, but Owens was trying to say, no, she has a personality. I'm going to say this right now. Owens, you're wrong. I'm right. She has no personality. And it's a thing. Because he's a <laughs> fucking clone. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember this because I will explain to you why you're wrong in episode 21. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that this might have been further up and I just didn't write it at the time and decided I should. But this is where like the lover's quarrel comes in, I believe, with uh, Shinji. Asuka's up in Shinji's face like, hey, why didn't you make me lunch? Yeah. And, you know, it's we, we learn through like Hikari and Toji because Hikari is all like, oh, I'm going to make Toji lunch because he fucking buys an entire convenience store for lunch every day. And she makes lunch for her her and her, what, three like sisters three every day anyway. Like yeah. All I'm saying is uh, Shinji makes all the food in the house. So, yeah. apparently Asuka can't be nice to Shinji because Shinji's... You guys, don't be mad at the cook, okay? Be nice. They well, he didn't any cook food. anything. He didn't, give, he didn't give Asuka any lunch. Asuka's not being nice to him either. Listen, quid pro quo, what are you going to do for that lunch? I don't remember the context of the scene, but we get Ritsuko's cat, cat, cat mug, which I enjoyed a lot. It's just a stupid little coffee mug with a couple of really poorly drawn cats on it. It says cat, cat, cat on it. So if that's the scene I think it is... That's actually important in my eyes. That's when uh, Masato and Ritsuko are talking <laughs> and Masato just straight up says something like, yeah, something, 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 this, but you're not going to tell me anyway or something like that or like, <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? Like she just straight up acknowledges that she does not trust her in terms of work anymore. Yeah. And is this the scene where we learn that they, they basically explicitly state like, oh yeah, the, the school is all EVA candidates. Uh, kind of. Yeah. yeah, this one's really hard to remember because a lot of the same people are in the same scenes in different parts of the thing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, let's just go ahead and skip to that, and then if we come up to it later, we'll just skip over it, you know what I mean? Well, because I have that written right below Cat 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 Mug. Uh, okay. Yeah. Candidates kept together, which basically is, yeah. So I don't think that's, I think the scene I'm thinking about is earlier. Okay. Because uh, I technically have that before, like, the whole class rep crush on Koji. Or not Koji. Um, Toji. 
Yeah, Toji. But um, yeah, we, we can talk about that on a little bit later. We'll, we'll touch up on it again. Uh, Hikari gives Toji uh, papers to go give to Ray, and then is like, oh, but Ray's the other like class rep, so I guess I can go with you. And he's like, hey, Shinji, come with yeah, me. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I put rip. <laughs> Toji is oblivious, but everybody's oblivious, so. Yeah. I think Toji catches on later, but we'll talk about that. I was saying, I love Toji in these episodes. I think he's pretty good character. Toji's good, and Hikari makes me extremely sad. Uh, so I get that this is the episode that we humanize Toji, but this is kind of a hard left for me because basically the last time I remember really talking about him was when he was like selling picks with What's-His-Face. Yep. So I was kind of like, all right, so they're going to go from like, I mean, I get he's a pervy teenager, but then all of a sudden he's this humble ass, like, come on, guys. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, it seems like he grew up. Huh, weird how that happens, you guys. Uh, I would say more. it's just more like bad writing. It but is. It's uh, fine I mean, if he grows up, but you have to show it. He doesn't just tell. suddenly become good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, how how long has it been? Do we know? Yeah, but they but he hasn't been in it. He hasn't had any character progression. Cutting someone out of the script isn't <laughs> character progression. This whole show has not had pro- character progression. The only I don't pro- disagree. The only character progression we have is Shinji, and he's like, <laughs> I say this. I don't agree with that at all. He he is doing better, but like, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I I don't think anybody has any character progression, but whatever. I think the only ones that I would say have progressed like at all are uh, Masato and Ritsuko. Oh no, Masato just fucking jumped back on the bandwagon these episodes. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah but don't at least look. like as a character arc, it's kind of th- she's not exactly the same as she was at the beginning. Yeah, we see her different things, and yeah, Shinji doesn't do anything, but he does have a. He does, but boy, does he backpedal hard. <laughs> well, he has that like he has like hints of like. All right, so I hate dad, but now I kind of want his approval. Uh, and that's dude, about we it. We are gonna talk about that. <laughs> that's that's about all the progression I've seen from him. Yeah. So so they go they go to see Ray, and it's all messy. And Toji's like, "A girl lives here." Well, first he's like, "Hey, we can't go in there. A girl lives there." And Shinji's like, "Don't worry, I've done this before." <laughs> uh, I like Toji. Can't be worse than last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go that way. I, I like Toji line though. He says, uh, "Talk about a Spartan." I fucking love that though. Yeah, it explains it perfectly. They leave the papers and Shinji starts to clean up and, and Toji is he doesn't say I was wrong about you to Shinji. He goes, Oh, you've changed. I didn't think you were the kind of guy who would help people. Not that like, oh, I was wrong. You are a good kid. It's like, oh, you changed, man. Yeah. That's a really interesting way to say. I mean, <laughs> that. Shinji's more happy now and he's like doing better now. Yeah. Um oh actually quickly before that, um, before they get the papers, I think. Oh, no, yeah. Shinji starts to clean up and ask Toji to help. And Toji's like, well, I'm a man, not a maid. And Shinji's like, hmm, Masato would hate to hear that. Yeah, that was pretty good. He's like, ah, shit. I have to help now. Which, good job, Shinji. He, like, he actually has some good moments in these episodes before backsliding all the way. <laughs> Go right back to piece of shit with daddy issues. Uh, yeah, so then Ray comes back. Slam poetry Ray is the best Ray. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> Every time we get into her thoughts, it's like so good. Uh, but before that, she comes. She comes home and is like, "Why are you guys in my house?" <laughs> oh no, she's not like that. She just goes in and no. I think she says like, "Why are you here?" Whatever. 
And they're like, oh, we dropped off the papers and we thought we would clean up a bit or whatever. And Ray looks away and blushes. Yeah. And then they leave and then we get slam poetry Ray on her bed. Yeah. Oh, no. You heard what she said to Sanji? Oh, yeah. She said, thank you. Yeah. With, um, and home mind words I've never spoken. Dude, I'm pretty sure Shinji walked out there with a fucking stiffy. Ugh. Well, supposedly, according to Owens, Shinji is not um, that type of person. Oh, no, I think that uh, it's not because a girl said it. I think it's just because someone said it. <laughs> you might be right about that. <laughs> it's someone, like, you're just walking down and some person, like, he, some, like, non-binary voice just goes, I like your hat. And Shinji would <laughs> fucking get an erection just from praise. Oof, never related more to a character. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you hate him so much? Just because in general you hate yourself? Actually, let's just turn this into my first therapy session. Uh, yes, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, th- so we get Ray on her bed and saying like, oh, I said thank you, something I've never said before, not to anyone, not even to you, which probably implies Gendo. Uh, we get to fucking Gendo and Fuyutsuki are in like a train again or something, just jerking each other off. Oh, no, I said useless <laughs> conversation, a fucking train. Like, You're oh talking my God. about Garden <laughs> of Eden and Paradise. I'm just so and- tired. I just, I'm done. I'm done with this show. Well, fucking 17 episodes in and I'm done. I know I say that all the time, but like, God damn. I want stuff to happen. Duh, I took out the... Uh- there's incidents that were not, uh, or incidents that the uh, the the council cannot see will happen that aren't predicted in the Sea Scrolls. Oh yeah, and and again the Dead Sea Scrolls, and we're just like, yep, sure, Gendo, <laughs> whatever, dude. And the fact that they still haven't explained those, you know what that means to me? Useless conversation. That's all. Which honestly, to be fair, I kind of love the fact that they just like drop the Dead Sea Scrolls and occasionally Ritsuko just rattle off like an entire page's worth of tech mumbo-jumbo, and we're just supposed to be like, yeah, uh-huh. Like, part of that is hilarious and kind of annoying. I thought that was all anime. No. A lot of anime will go... We would have no- been explained to what the Dead Sea Scrolls are about six times by now. Yep. Ah, uh, that makes sense. So, like, Naruto style? Yeah. So I, I kind of love that this is going the complete opposite direction. Yeah, we would have a narrator that would be telling us all this, or a character that narrates. The Dead Sea Scrolls... Something yeah, that's like what that. Fuyutsuki would do. Every time he was talking to Gendo, he'd just be like, oh, yes, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the things you found 15 years ago. That <laughs> be like, dude, why are you telling me? I found them <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then this is, I think, where you find out that the children isn't real after this. So there's a, there's a point, though, that he said um, fucking Tokyo 3 and Unit 1 is super important. So that's like a big giant clue. You just said this was a useless conversation. Dude, it's all useless until they finally said something that was <sighs> useful. So then we cut to, I guess, just random ass vending machines. Um, then Kaji is being a shit with Maya till Masato comes in. is like, hey, leave my girls alone, please. And starts to interrogate him about what he knows, basically, because she knows that he knows a bunch of stuff because he's been digging into Nerve. And I don't even know if Masato knows about Sila or Seal or... Probably so many, but she's just kind of trying to ask him like, Hey, what, what's like actually going on? I know people aren't telling me stuff and I know that, you know, and he tells her to look into code 707 and she's like 707, that's Shinji's school. Oh yeah. And that's how we get, if we hadn't already made it, that's how we make the connection of, Oh, the school is where they keep all the candidates. And 
kind of to an earlier point about like Hikari and Toji and I, maybe Kensuke, but I forget what his deal is. It also seems like everyone there has lost at least one parent, which I don't know. That might be important. I don't know, but... I know, no, there's a theory. There's a theory going around. Like, there's a theory that... Um, I think the evils are fucking mothers. I think evil um, one is Shinji's mother, and I think evil well, yeah. two is fucking um, Asuka's mother. Maybe. And also, this fucking school that's supposed to... I mean, fucking, we know the mother's dead because fucking Asuka's crying about her fucking mother. Um, This fucking school that's supposed to be making these kids, this school is awful because, like... Shinji was not in this school. Asuka's not in this school. I don't think Ray was inside the school. What is this school of children supposed to be about? Because nobody came from the fucking school. Um, I mean, I think it's just a place to collect the pilots and the candidates. I mean, they can't necessarily get everybody. No, I know, but to collect the pilots and the candidates, but fucking Asuka comes from Germany. Shinji came from who the fuck knows. And Wei is a clone. And I know if, if I'm wrong about the whole clone thing, I'm wrong. But I'm saying Wei is a clone. So, like, no one has gone to the school to be, like, to pilot Evas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the first one would be Toji. Unless they have schools set up other places, which explains Asuka. Uh, Shinji was specifically coming on the behest of Gendo because, hey, Gendo turns out knows what's happening. And Rei is a clone, so who cares? I mean, like fucking Asuka <laughs> was in college, though. I don't think... Uh, she graduated college. No, I get your point. It is pretty fucking lazy writing, but it's really hard with the sample size that we have to determine whether or not these schools are actually useful, like, honestly. Also, as, as we learn, like, there's a bunch of other units around the world. Like, we know there's at least eight units. Yeah, I just don't... I don't know. If Asuka comes from the school, I guess it makes sense, but, like, I would rather, I would rather have a different fucking candidate coming in I mean, I like Toji, but like, I don't like the fact that the fact that he's in this fucking school makes him a fucking candidate. I don't think that's what makes him a candidate, or or in a way, it, he's in the school because he's a candidate, and I think they just put him in because they had the unit and they needed who they saw as like the most the candidate with the most potential. Why it didn't work with him? They do use potential a lot. We'll have to, I guess, see if you're correct in that the all Evas are people's mothers. Then I think it, you know, then that probably wasn't Toji's mom, and maybe you can only sync with your mother or whatever bullshit. But <laughs> that that stuff for much much later, I think. Then Shinji comes in while Kaji's being shitty again and basically just calls him out have tea with me yeah no kaji says hey come have tea with me and she's like but i'm not a girl that was fucking good that's great i didn't hear that that was a good burn by shinji uh and then they're they're on the bench and shinji just straight up goes hey you're not a good person <laughs> hell yeah i completely forgot about this shit go on yeah and then we get <laughs> kaji's fucking melon garden okay so does anybody think that he's making a melon garden just because he loves titties this much? That is the hilarious interpretation that I choose to believe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what I think it is. I'm like, huh, this guy really likes melons. But I, if I'm being realistic, I think the contents of the garden are kind of irrelevant. It's more just trying to pause it. Kaji has this guy who can go, oh, you need to look at things grow and nurture life and all that. And shut up, Kaji. They're just trying to humanize Kaji. Yeah, he, you haven't earned any of this, dude. 
Your introduction was so bad, you're never getting good, so just shut up. Um, and, and he tries to tell Shinji, oh, people who understand pain are kinder to others. Oh. Do we need to talk any more about Kanji philosophizing? Nah, he's pretty shitty. Which, to be fair, he says some alright stuff here, but it coming out of Kaji's mouth just sucks. Yeah, if you close your eyes and pretend it's, you know, someone like, I don't know, Gendo, then sure. Yeah, it'd be much better coming from Gendo. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no good characters in this show. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, okay, okay, the shadow, I forgot about that. Thank you. We get a quick scene at Nerve where we learn that Shinji's sink rates are falling and come back to the school where Toji gets called to the principal's office when he goes in, we hear Ritsuko's voice before the door closes because there's really slow playing him being the fourth child for some reason. Oh my gosh, it's so long. <laughs> Get Kensuke and Shinji on the roof and Kensuke's grilling Shinji like, hey, what, what do you know about the fourth child? What do you know about like Eva 04 and what do you know about all this stuff? And Shinji's like, "What do you t- I don't know any of this. What are you talking about, dude? Shinji? Is so bad. He is so clueless about what the fuck is happening in his fucking life. Well, this no one tells awful. him anything. Dude, he, he needs to know stuff. He needs to know anything about his He should, life. but no one tells him. Yeah, it's not his fault. Then we, well, we cut away from them. We get one more scene of Toji and Hikari. Where this is the uh, scene where she's like, hey, I can make you lunch because I do it every day anyway and have plenty of leftovers. And she's like trying to work up the nerve or she mentions it as like trying to have work up the nerve to be like, and I can make you lunch if you want. And he's like, yeah, I can get rid of those leftovers for you. Yeah, I think isn't that the moment where he, uh, to me, that's where he kind of caught on to. Yeah, it, it, it actually felt like a nice moment because I read it as him like he sees what's happening and he's just trying to. He's trying to save her from having to say it, basically. We head over to uh, Asuka outside Kaji's like janitor's closet that they stuck him in. Hypes herself up to go in and is all Asuka on him, being like all being real touchy and trying to get him to pay attention to her. And he won't, obviously. And she sees the computer screen, discovers who the fourth child is and gets and is like, wait, why is he his name there? I think you could insert any fucking person and she would have been mad. Oh, probably, but Toji's especially bad. Why? Because he sucks. She hates him. Okay, that's fair. Also, Asuka has seen Toji's dick and I guess he didn't like it, so... Yeah, if I was Asuka, I would also hate Toji. No, yeah, I, 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 when I said that, I was kind of like, it makes sense now. Uh, no, I think Asuka's just fucking jelly as all hell. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's sad because we had Asuka for so many episodes and somehow Toji's a better character than her. I don't think I agree with that. We get Toji doing his sad basketball, for, which What's is kind of funny. What's the point of this? Uh, obviously, guys, I cannot believe you missed this. Okay. He scores a three-pointer because he's unit number three. Isn't he the fourth child? He's the fourth child, but he's going to pilot unit number three. Mm, yeah, that's true. And he scores a three-pointer like... Okay. Come on, guy. I'm just kidding. I don't think there's <laughs> symbolism there. I, I think he may have been at the free throw line. I don't know. We also get the shot of Hikari in her kitchen be like, I wonder what kind of lunch I'm going to make for Toji. That's kind of cute. And if you've ever seen a TV show before, you know bad shit is about to happen to Toji. Yeah. So that scene made me real sad. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean, though. When bad shit happens to Toji, huh? No, I only care because it would make Hikari sad. Oh, no, dude. Um, Nothing bad happens to Choji. That's what I realized right now. <laughs> well. No, no. We're we, we going to get through the episodes and 
oh my gosh, I'm I'm preparing a rant when something happened. Uh, but that is it for episode 17. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're forgetting one major part about this fucking scene. It better be fucking important. Yes, it is. We see a black fucking Eva, and oh my oh, okay. gosh, it okay, looks yeah, fucking you're not beautiful. Wrong. That is a pretty so fucking good dope looking. Eva. Oh my gosh, they made these Evas look so good, except there was no one, the zero zero. Not good looking Eva, but goddamn, they know how to do Evas. Yeah. Zero one, that's it's nice fucking, purple, that's it's fucking American. Fucking red. Yeah, it is like Eva. the most American Eva. Yeah, they should have fucking put a cowboy hat on it. <laughs> Fucking Black Eva is so good looking. God damn. I like how it's basically crucified while it's being brought here too. So then we'll get into episode 18, The Choice of Life or or Ambivalence, co-written by Shinji Higuchi. Uh, we open on this thing with the, <laughs> the, the plane and they're just talking about clouds for a while. Okay, so this, this is really interesting. So I went through 18. Uh, I watched one episode. I watched 17 like... One time into the fucking day, and uh, I'm like, okay, let me get these uh, knocked out. So I'm, I put on 18, and this is on a different day. And I'm just like, huh, everything is in English. This is really fucking weird. And we're getting Japanese subtitles, and I'm like, huh. And I paused it. I'm like, let me switch it out. Maybe something got switched when I was watching Netflix or something like that. No, they just did that. And it was just so fucking random to hear, like, an English voice. Well, it's the, the American pilots bringing over the EVA. Yeah. But they don't, usually it's not English, it's English. In the Japanese, I know that's, but you know what I mean. Like, the English is actually American English, it's not Japanese English. Yeah. So, it was just really weird. I'm watching the dub. <laughs> so, they were yeah. talking in Japanese. Everything's, everything's fucking American. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. Actually, strangely enough, it was Malaysian. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, so they were talking about clouds for a while, and then it flies in, and there's a like a spark, and we cut. Wonder what that could have been. Ah, probably nothing. That scene probably didn't have any purpose. Yeah, you're right. Uh, moving on. Uh, we go to the apartment where we learn Masato's going to be out of town for a while. Uh, Kensuke shows up and begs to be an Eva pilot. <laughs> that was pretty good. Which, Kensuke, come on, my man. I mean, it's whatever. He's in the fucking school, so apparently he can be an Eva pilot, so... Yeah, but he sucks. He's a candidate. Also, I I think that's the reason, like, he's like, oh, yeah, Kensuke, just go check out battleships and stuff all the time. Like, maybe they don't see him as an Eva pilot, but he could find a different place and nerve further Listen, down the when line. when they get the Eva ready to go that has a camera, like, his job is to, like, you know... Yeah. Get the hype, the YouTube hype video for all Eva to get more funding or something like that, then, yeah, they'll, they'll pick him up. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and hit this now. Throughout like this whole episode, there's going to be a recurring theme of people not wanting to tell, especially Masato, and at one point Asuka, not wanting to tell Shinji who the fourth EVA pilot is. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be mad about that, Monkey. Am I wrong? No, it's not that. Okay. Oh, I'm just saying right now, like it's still bullshit. Like, Asuka should have fucking told Shinji, because Asuka would do that kind of shit, but whatever. Hmm, it's almost like character growth. Weird. Um, <laughs> really? Because have we seen any more character growth from Asuka? Yeah, it's not... A not telling someone is not character growth. I think, well, I think it is in a way. Listen, I'm going to defend Asuka in this episode, and we will get there, and until then, you shut your goddamn mouth. Oh, no, dude. The, the writing of the show is so bad. That's what I'm realizing. They, they throw out whatever they want. The point I want to make, I'll have to make about this later. Okay, I'm just going to say now. No, no, I said later. <sighs> about Asuka or about people not telling Shinji? About people not telling Shinji. So stupid. This whole episode is bad. No, I'm going to say now, Masato doesn't want to tell Shinji because his sync rates are already falling. 
He's already kind of messed up from his experience in episode 16. And telling him that, like, oh, basically one of his best friends is now going to be an EVA pilot when Shinji knows how bad being an EVA pilot is could cause him further, like, mental distress and make things worse for him. You know what? Fuck you, Orange. You know why? Why? Because I think you're right. Yeah, I'm 100% right. (laughs) Masato cares about Shinji, and she doesn't want him... And part of her job is to make sure Shinji isn't, like, completely useless. Which, if she's like, hey, by the way, Toji's an EVA pilot, he would fucking flip. Oh, no, he's... uh, Shinji's completely useless, nevertheless. I mean, he didn't even know fucking Toji's in there until the end. But um, I understand the reason Masato has not told him. But it was all these... I don't remember the fucking episode, but Asuka should have told Shinji. And who else knows? Is it Kenji that knows? And is that all who knows that can tell Shinji? Um, Probably everyone knows, but I don't know that like, anyone else is shown to be like... Oh, no one else has shown to like think they should tell him, but then don't, I think. Why didn't his dad do it? Because... Yeah, Gendo's gonna tell him anything, dude. Yeah, yeah, because Gendo's gonna tell him anything. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I couldn't tell because you were yelling. He drove me here! I don't know what that means. (laughs) That's a Parks and Rec reference. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's the only good line from that character. We learn that Toji agrees to be an EVA pilot if his sister gets transferred to HQ, which... Why, Toji? Excuse me? Why would you not say, hey, transfer anywhere further away from here? But no, he wants her right in the middle of it, I guess. I mean, I mean, his sister will survive her fucking injuries, but whatever. I mean, apparently she needs to be fucking translated to a different place. I got this one. All right, two things. One, um, he has no idea that this, these places have ever been breached. Ah, uh, okay. Fair. Zero. He knows that they've been attacked, like the hospitals. Those are vulnerable. But I would assume to him, he thinks that the secret, you know, CIA thing is immaculate and the best place for her to be. Plus, he can still visit. Why would he want to throw his the only person that we know that he has across the fucking country? Yeah, I, I, I definitely like considered your second point. I had not considered the first point. That's a good point. Fucking nailed it. God, I'm good at this. We get to the school. <laughs> Asuka is pissed. Obviously, she's mad at to- she is like ripping into Toji because he sucks and is the fourth child. We get to. Toji on the roof being sad. He's just going to be sad boy for the rest of these episodes. And Ray comes up to him and she she starts to like act worried about him and Toji. In insight that honestly should not be coming from someone like Toji goes, uh, you're not worried about me. You're worried about Shinji. To which Ray replies, ah, you think so? Yeah, he got real introspective these past two episodes. It really seems like he grew up. <laughs> okay, going forward oh. in all anime, Toji is the only character allowed to have unwarranted character development. I mean, I mean, dude, I mean, his fucking sister in the hospital. I mean, I think he, I think he, like, I mean, apparently his fucking sister has been dying for fucking six years. So going, going to his fucking sister to see if she's going to be okay, like... Maybe grew him up. No once. clue how hospitals work, do you? <laughs> I don't know how it works. Let's just throw in physical therapy, okay? She's going through physical therapy. That would make more sense if she was going through physical therapy. Well, let, well, I mean, you'd have to do it at a hospital. Yeah. So let's just pretend from now on that she's doing physical therapy. Uh, although, if she was doing physical therapy, why the fuck would Toji become an Eva pilot? Because she's not dying. She's doing fine if she's doing physical therapy. Yeah, but he wants her, like he said, he wants her to be safe and at a place he can visit. So we get that scene between Ray and Toji, and Toji just kind of sits up there and gets introspective for a little bit. Uh, then we cut over to Asuka and Hikari, 
and Hikari is all sad because she likes Toji and he's a fucking doofus. He's 14, Owens. Come on. He can't go up so much. This guy. No, dude, he grew up, though. He should get it. Okay. <laughs> um, but Asuka's like, hey, don't worry. He's stupid. They're all stupid. He's nowhere near as stupid as Shinji, though. You got that way. And then she asks, like, what do you see in him anyway? And she says, oh, he's really sweet. And Asuka makes a great face because she knows that's bullshit. Yeah, I uh, remember because I had completely forgot about all the shit that Asuka and uh, Toji had went through. And that face makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. And this this is my defense of Asuka scene. Because for one, it's if it is not clear to you, you have been watching a completely different show that Asuka has a crush on Shinji, obviously. And this is kind of... For one, with Hikari and later on with Shinji, she actually shows that she has a lot of emotional intelligence but she just doesn't have the maturity to back it up. So with someone like Hikari, who she is kind of like on equal footing with, she just sees her as a friend, not competition, not someone she needs approval or interest from, just someone that she has a positive relationship with. She's always very calm and friendly with Hikari. In this scene, she's very comforting to Hikari and empathizes with her a bit. And like, yeah, Toji's dumb, so is Shinji, which is basically her going like, yeah, the guy I like is also too dense to get it. That was a very well-strung and thought-out set of statements. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have nothing to say about I'm that. I'm not kidding. That was actually well done. Oh, God, there goes the erection. What? Okay. What do you mean? I got praised. Remember from earlier? Oh, okay. Funny. Funny. We get back to their apartment where we see that Kaji is going to be their babysitter while Masada, while Masada's out of town. And Asuka pretends to be like sad and Kaji just straight up ignores her again. Yeah, that's some problematic bullshit. But at least Kaji's not a total tool. Ah, uh, he kind of is. Just just 90% a tool. Yeah, wait, are you trying to defend him in this scene? Uh, I'm defending him in the way that he didn't take advantage of a 14-year-old. Oh, yeah, but he, I mean, he never gives her any attention. He just is yeah. like, hey, Asuka, we can be friends. Yeah, he's not leading her on to for her little teenage crush. I think he's leading her on, but not like... Have I not talked about this? How I kind of think Asuka's, like, crush thing on Kaji is less of a crush and more how she thinks that's how she has to act to get his attention? You may have. I don't know. I don't know. But if not, that's my theory there on now. that. Yeah. But, but the point is, no matter what she does, and now she's not, I don't even think she's like trying to be like flirty or whatever. She's just like, oh, I'm no, super bummed scene. out. And Kaji's yeah. like, who cares? We then get uh, Shinji and Kaji are sharing a room for some reason now. Maybe Masato locked her room or something. Yeah, it's really weird the fact that they're together, isn't it? Because Kenji would be sleeping in Masato's room. I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he would. Even if she was like, you stay the fuck out of my room, he'd be like, oh, you know I'm in it. No, they're already boning. They're not discreet about it. They're already boning. We already, like, the last five episodes we watched, like, they have already been in a relationship. There's no reason Kaji should be sleeping next to Shinji. But we have to have this conversation, so... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so Shinji starts to ask uh, Kaji about Gendo. Because Kaji is actually right here, where he's like, 
Yo, so do you just ask people about your dad? Is that your thing? That's because he knows nothing about his dad because his dad is a piece of shit human being. He should know more than that because he's spying on his dad. Well, no, no, no. I think he means uh, Shinji doesn't know anything. But um, Kaji takes the attitude in this scene of like, dude, why? That guy sucks. Why do you care? That Which I'm pretty sure he more or less says. And then he goes on to say like, oh yeah, but no one can ever like truly understand another person. Good luck even understanding yourself. I actually like that. Yeah, but then he goes on to immediately ruin it with his, women are from Venus. Fucking women are an entirely different species and impossible for men to understand speech, which is straight out of every bad rom-com from the 90s. We get... I don't remember the context, but I think we get a scene of Masato and she basically is like, oh yeah, since I'm in charge of like these kids and the Evas, I could destroy the world if I wanted. Oh, I like that. No, that's when they were both in the testing center and she's talking to Witsuko, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I don't remember like the, what that scene is actually about. I just wrote that line. Yeah, uh, I think I know what it's for writing wise. It's uh, it's like the first time that we, besides like, I don't know, because we, we know what happens later in the next three episodes, that these things are fucking insanely strong, and like, I think it's just a, a build up to that. Okay. And I don't think it's the thing that Masato, it's just like, haha, I could actually yeah. do something with these three things, like, LOL. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then like, later on, you're like, oh no, she really kind of could if she really wanted to. But not, she wouldn't want to. I think it's just like a little hint. Maybe like the, their attempt at foreshadowing without giving anything away. Yeah, maybe. That was my four cents. Get to the school again. Toji's absent again. Hikari is sad. Poor Hikari. So she gives Asuka her lunch, the extra lunch, which is nice. Uh, I'm just going to say, so So the anime does not like, it basically tells you that the fuck the Toji's the fucking pilot. But can we not... Can we get a scene with him in the fucking cockpit? Because I would have loved that to see him inside a cockpit. I would have loved to see how much he has grown to become an EVA pilot. Well, <laughs> I don't think he has. That, but. That, that, that's just a zap to Owens. But go on. Let's go. Uh, we get to them doing the EVA test. And things start to go real bad. Oh my god. Nothing works again. Oh my god. Can we like get past this? Nothing works at this fucking place. Well, it doesn't work because it's an angel. Or what they say is an angel anyway. Yeah, apparently there's some like, I don't know, what's that Jedi version of knowing someone's a Jedi? The midichlorians or whatever? Midichlorians, okay. Yeah, it was the midichlorian version of, it's an angel! Well, I see, I don't think so. And we'll get into that, I think. I was pretty sure they yelled something like, this is that, this is this, and like an angel. So basically, Gendo decides that it's an angel. Well, I'm just looking at the synopsis and supposedly it got infected into the clouds. That's what Yeah, pro- that's was. probably what happened. Yeah, that's a, yeah, we saw the lightning. Yeah. But more important than that, I think, is that we do see something bad start to happen with the Eva, which as we'll learn is not out of the realm of possibility for it just to happen without an angel's influence. Oh, good point. And Gendo just decide Gendo's like, "Nope, that's an angel. Get kill it. It's an angel. Guys, we're not looking into this. That's an angel." <laughs> Yeah, I should definitely definitely look into that to see if there's actually like the midichlorian yell or not. Well, I mean, I, I do think it's an angel because, you know, otherwise that cloud scene would be literally nothing. Yeah. It's hey, an angel. throw off is a throw off is a throw off. Sure, but I don't think 
Yeah. I don't think the show is that clever. I was going to say, I did not see the fucking lightning bolt or whatever it was to show that it was a fucking angel. I did not see that shit. So I was <laughs> I was mad the entire episode. I'm like, what the fuck is Gendo saying this is an angel? Are we discuss? I was going to go into a whole rant about, are we going to discuss how this fucking thing is an angel, which supposedly it's not? But apparently it got infected, which I just didn't fucking see. It would be way more interesting if it wasn't an angel, I think. Oh, it's whatever. Fuck it. They, they don't know how to fucking control their shit. Apparently... <laughs> They don't! They don't! We these are fucking what episode are we on? Fucking 18. They don't understand what the fuck they're doing. No, they don't. Only Gendo does. Uh, even he like has a tenuous grasp on the greater part of things, I think. He is following the Dead Sea Scrolls, which have like scenarios, and so he's like, yes, this is all playing out. But whether or not he understands like the actual functionality of this stuff, probably better than everyone else, and the only other character that did is dead. Or the only two, I guess, are dead. And I, I still think there's stuff like way beyond his knowledge. And I will say, um, Ritsuko actually called it the angel first. And it's because there's some goo that pops out from underneath the armor. And she's like, hey, angel. Yeah. And they try to eject the pod and that gets stuck by the goo. Which, I mean, I think we've only had three successful pod fucking booms. Oh my gosh. I'm so done. I'm so done. Like, fucking these scientists are awful. You're right, Sal. That like the, I know on that that in that front, you're definitely right. Like, but they have like consistently. When we first started the show, Unit Zero wasn't working. Unit One wasn't working, and I mean they have gotten some of it together. <laughs> no, they but have not. they still like like you gotta get the escape pod working consistently, guys. Well, don't you remember there was that scene when uh, fucking I think it was uh, the last. For six episodes when Shinji gets swallowed up by a black hole and somehow his pod's not working again. This happened last week. Well he was he was in the he was in the Draxi. It doesn't matter. Like what like oh my gosh, Shinji's getting swallowed up. Maybe we should have fucking let him go away. Oh no, he got swallowed up completely. Now we can't activate the Oh no, they didn't want to. Well I think if you rewatch that one, there's a lot more. Cause I remember that one he his when they tried to eject it, he was already in the shit. So it wasn't going to work either way. So dumb. They would have actually killed him if it would have ejected. Also, I think it's uh, worth noting that for the most part, the people in control see the pilots as expendable. So they don't really care. Everyone but Masato. It, yeah, well, yeah, but she's not on the technological side of stuff. She's a major. Yeah, but she's not on the techno technology oh, I see. side. On the, on the scientists, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, for the future episodes, we realized that one pilot is not, um, what do you call it? Interchangeable, wherever it is, or expendable. Yeah, expendable. That's the word. Yeah. And yeah. And uh, I bet you later on in the episodes, they would not treat them any better. Oh, we skipped over the thing that everyone that except me was mad about. Um, Asuka doesn't tell Shinji that Toji's the pilot. She was going to tell him, but realized kind of the same as Masato that telling him almost feels like mean. Or at least it would coming from her. Like she could have just rubbed his face in it, being like, oh, well, to Toji's the pilot, stupid. But she decided for once to spare his feelings. The fact that they're like, oh, um, fucking Toji's not a pilot. It, it's not even like, to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't give a fuck about this matter, in fact, in, in the episode, because like, it means nothing. It doesn't mean anything until the very end. Because because Shinji was not going to fight this fucking angel to begin... I mean, he wasn't going to fight this evil to begin with. But he knew there was a human being in there. So it didn't matter who was inside the fucking um, Eva. Uh, yeah, I agree with uh, Sal. 
Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But if you think about it like from a less meta perspective, you would think as a person that someone knowing that, you know, one of their like best friends is now in this shit would mean more than just a random person. Because he knew there was a pilot, a new pilot, and he seemed to be okay with it. Well, I'm saying it's bad writing because they just did this you. to make the reveal better at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't disagree. But yeah, I don't know. I, I also don't know how else you get Shinji to the point he needed to get to. I know how I would do it. <laughs> How's that? You get Masato, uh Toji, you get all three pilots, everyone like or all three all three pilots plus the fourth children, uh Toji. And then you bring them all over, get some tea down, and be like, Shinji, we're gonna introduce you to the fourth child. And then boom. No, no, no. I mean like from the show's perspective. Like from a narrative perspective, Shinji had to get to this point of like full fucking berserk. And I don't know how else they get it to him or get him there without the late reveal of Toji. You know, I mean, wouldn't he have gone berserk anyways if like his fucking? Okay, no, no, uh, that's fine. Let's let's say that. Well, then why did they stress? Why did they make him stress so much that he's not going to kill anyone like, at all? Why even go through the twenty lines of dialogue where he's like, "No, Dad, I won't," and he's like, "I will make you, regardless of who it is." Yeah. Like, why did they stress that? Why did they make us watch five minutes of that if it didn't matter? Well, I, that's the thing. I don't think it's not. I think it being Toji is like the the tipping point. It would it would have been bad if it was some random person, but it being someone he knows and cares about and has a positive relationship with is enough to push him into a mental state. He's a, a more extreme mental state, I guess. No, I understand what you mean, but like I think Shinji would have gotten down anyways if they told if he if they told uh, told him if it was Toji or not. Yeah, I I could agree with Sal. Like if yeah. they would have told him it's fucking the the class representative, what's her name? He would have fucking lost it. Well, I mean the thing is, he never gets told. He he sees it, and that's what pushes him over the edge. Yeah, or I think it would have been even better if they would have told him if his dad would have like as he took over told him it's Toji and make him watch him. Or I, I guess it was that around the same spot anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for me, it's just like, sure, use Toji because we already have this character, right? Mm-hmm. Why introduce a new character? And, and maybe it doesn't make a difference at all, whether it's Toji or a new random character. But for sure. for, I guess so. for me, I would prefer to have an existing character be in that role. I actually would have liked a new character. I well, I don't think that matters to me. I My whole thing yeah. is like, why would they just, like, why did it just take five minutes of my time to be like, I'm gonna murder someone, and then at the end being like, "Oh, it would have been my friend." Yeah, I don't know. Look, I agree with you completely, on Anthony. Like, there was no reason for Shenji not to know it was Toji that he was fighting. And then I know we're walking in circles, so I'm gonna introduce another point real quick. Yeah, go for it. How in the fuck is actually? I already know the answer to this, but I'm gonna ask it anyway, just because I wrote this not knowing the next episode. But how in the fuck is General uh, uh, Ikaro? Ikari. Yeah, Ikari. Yeah, how the fuck is General Ikari allowed to hold any? fucking power because this is his like secret project that he's such a fucking dick bag <laughs> yeah he really is dude and but he he's made just me so fucking mad this episode i don't see why anyone thought like okay give it to, like i don't see how the council i mean we found out i think we do fun later why but 
In this episode, I was so mad. Like, how in the hell did he rise to any bit of fucking power? Who let him have any control over a goddamn thing? Yeah. And I, I remember that point because I will have <laughs> more to say on it in a similar vein to your annoyance uh, over in episode 21. Yeah, and I also wrote down like six other rant things, but they get explained later. Yeah, okay. So the 13th Angel Bardiel, they go to fight it. Uh, Asuka actually does go to tell Shinji, but then her transmission gets cut for Ray is like trying, Ray tries to shoot it, but can't it jumps on Ray and starts to drip goo onto her arm. And they're like, I amputate the arm and, but they don't have time to cut the nerves, the nerve sink. So she gets to feel her arm being ripped off. Uh, so the arm gets ripped, gets ripped off. Sorry, and she's a clone. The angel decides that, Nah, I'm done with her now. I can't affect a different part. <laughs> so th then it goes to fight Shinji, and it does <laughs> the fucking stretchy arm thing, which, okay, sure. Well, I don't know why an Eva can stretch its arm, but fine. Because the angel is controlling it. And also, these are fucking angels. They're not Evas. Evas are not... A Evas are angels. We we can already... We know they're, that they're fucking Yeah, but they're like angels. a synthesis of stuff. I don't think they're straight angel. At the time, it was like, oh, what the fuck was that? But after what I just saw in episode 21, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, it was it. like the fucking, the fucking angels are like, um, we call it fucking angels controlling the fucking Eva. It makes complete sense. And also the angels, um, what's it called? Their fucking movements are like super, like not normal. Like, oh, so yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Because that's one of my favorite parts in this whole set of episodes. Starts choking Shinji. They sever his sink to uh, activate the dummy plug because Shinji refuses to fight. Um, Jindo is so awful in this. And oh my gosh, I have to admit though, I, I like him in this. God damn, he's like, he's fucking mean. If the goal is for me to hate him, then they have achieved the fucking goal. I know, it's so good though. I don't like Jindo at all. But goddamn, he's a good villain. Oh my gosh, you're like, fuck this guy. I want him dead. But my gosh, he can do decisions really fucking well. No, Gendo's a trash character, but we'll get to that. Well, is he in that and like he's a bad person? But I think like, he's a bad person. He's very, very poorly written. So yeah, uh, Shinji or the dummy plug starts to fight back. It snaps the neck of Unit O three. And then punches its head in in the like goriest eyeballs pop out, blood flies everywhere. So much blood. This so might be the blood. first time in I feel like Maya like throws up in the next like in the next couple episodes like four times. Yeah, it, I mean, and it's a great shot because it, it's we really get a sense of like how much blood is in these things. It splashes all over buildings. The river literally turns red. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. There's just viscera everywhere. Okay, so I'm question: What do you guys think the dummy system is? Is it they're not controlling it, right? Is it a fucking angel that's controlling it, or the fucking? No, it's it's artificial ray personality. Oh, okay. God damn. So you're telling me Ray has this in herself since she's just willing to... Uh, actually, it makes sense. She has no personality. Yeah. I, I, it makes sense. Okay. Because she's always kind of been in the defensive. She's never, we never really get to see her attack very well unless it just fucks up for the point of the narrative. Yeah, it sucks that Ray hasn't been able to do anything. I kind of want 100% think this would be what would happen if Ray, like... This I think it would be a very efficient, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. That's cool. I did not think of it like that, but yeah, that's cool. Plug gets crushed, and Shinji does another, like, blood-curdling scream. He's uh, crying to, please stop, please stop. Yeah. This is where we get Hikari planning lunch. Actually, I was wrong before. Uh, we've already talked about it, though. I know, but poor Hikari. Uh, we see that Masato, or we learned that Masato and Ritsuko were alive because they were at the testing center that exploded. Yeah, I, I did not think they was dead whatsoever. No, not nah. at all. No, I've seen so many fucking explosions, so it doesn't mean anything. So Shinji is just breaking down in his Eva as Masato is... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He's so right. I was thinking about... <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, there's, I was thinking about how I was like, yeah, there's a lot of things in this in this anime that are just pointless. For instance, explosions on any fucking... F- on anyone. Like, explosions have yet to kill people. They've yet to kill angels. They've yet to kill Evas. <laughs> And then percentages, no percentages matter. The statistics are fake in this anime. They don't matter one fucking bit. It's not dude. zero, okay? There's a chance. Dude. dude it's all laid I, out in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Dude, I mean, dude, last week I had a whole rant about how explosions mean nothing. And we see it two times in this week's this week's episodes. Explosions don't mean anything. It does not kill Masato or Richiko. And later on... Fucking Wei goes in with a fucking N2 thing, and it doesn't kill Wei whatsoever. Explosions yeah. mean shit. Well, actually, I, when they're in the Evas, I don't think they're going to die, because they've already established, well-established, that the Evas are the safest place for them to be. Anthony, it doesn't matter. Explosions don't do shit, okay? They don't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get that one, though. Because AT fields and stuff like that, like it makes yeah. sense for certain explosions to not work. The the eighteen fields would like which in front actually, of them. in defense of uh, Masato and Ritsuko living, we actually do get a quick scene in that test chamber, like before everything blows up, and they're like looking at it behind that glass, and that glass is impenetrable. Also, Owens, um, explosions doesn't matter. Can we we already discussed this? Explosions don't fucking matter in the show. I'm just saying, we've seen two different Evas try and punch through that glass, and they haven't gotten through. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah they have shit scientists, but they got fucking amazing engineers. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Whoever made that, that glass is an angel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the only thing that works. <laughs> and just so, it's it's AT-filled glass. Maker. glass. Yep. Can, we, can we get an anime with the glass maker? Him making this glass? From because fucking, I'll yes. I watch this over this fucking show. Oh my gosh. I'm going to write a five episode subplot of the glass maker from the show. <laughs> Please do. Then we see Shinji sees that it's Toji and we learn that he's alive. And the episode ends with Masato panicking, trying to get through to Shinji as he's screaming again. Okay. So we see the fucking angel. I mean, we see fucking um, Eva one. Fucking Shinji's Eva goes dummy mode. Which now we know it's fucking waste personality. It is fucking destroying this fucking angel. Oh my gosh, it's destroying it. It's ripping off limbs, destroying heads, whatever. Pulls out the fucking escape pod, crushes it. When he comes out, he should be mangled. There's no way this kid should be alive. I hate the fact this anime does not kill anybody. I know it does kill, I know it kills somebody in the fucking end, but the Toji should be fucking dead. There's no reason he should be alive. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I get why he's alive because you know, it, when you if you grab something in your hand that way and crush it, and especially considering they showed it, it wasn't just like a full crush. It was more just like bent. 
So it, it, looking at the way it was shaped, it makes sense that he was alive. But more than that, I guess I don't really care either way. The only reason I care is because we basically forget about Toji. I'm just saying, Ray's like personality is fucking savage. And the fucking angel is, um, oh, the fucking Ray's dummy plug. I'm gonna go, the fucking dummy is like destroying this fucking angel. Yeah, you, you were talking about Toji. Again. So yeah, Toji should, there's no reason for Toji to be alive. I think it makes most sense for him to be dead. I hate the fact that they fucking comp out right here. Because, like, I would love to see the repercussions of Toji being dead and him being alive. Him being alive means nothing. I mean, fucking, um, it would be better if he was dead. That's all. There's no reason he should be alive. We don't see him anymore, do we? We do, in the next episode, for a bit. And then we kind of forget about him, which is the only problem I have with it. Because, honestly... <laughs> The, when you bring it up that way, the way I kind of see it is... Um, she has a very similar points. I'm very agreeable with my suspension of disbelief. I can let it go as long... I can let most things go as long as I'm enjoying what's happening. And I think for me, Toji living through this and the as, as much as I hate the fact that we seem to just forget about Toji, the moments we do get with him in episode 19, I think enhance the story more for me than if he had died Orange, there. I completely agree with you. Like, if I fucking love the story, I don't care about the small little stuff. But do I like the story of Neon Genesis Evangelion? It's it's pissing me off more than it should be. I I understand why everybody likes it, but it's not, it's not for me. And they do way too many like stupid shit, and I cannot get past it. My two cents on Toji is I could give two shits. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I am too, but... No, it's just one of those things. If you're going to fucking kill off a character, kill off a character. Because my, my thought is that he's going to have a role later on. But ma mm, maybe, I don't know. you know what would be a good thing? Whenever, um, what's it called? Whenever, re whenever the dummy plug is working and it's like going ham, maybe they stop the dummy plug before it fucking hits the fucking um, capsule. They're like, oh, and we set it off right here before, before Toji dies. You know what I'm saying? No, but they don't care. Yeah, but they don't so care. Th that's the point. Toji should have died. And then also, they, w they want you to see how fucking mad Shinji's about to get, so they want Shinji to think that he's dead, too. Wouldn't he be super mad if Toji died in this? Like, He didn't know Sh uh, Toji was alive. So that, that was another reason they did that, I think. That's the big reason that they let him get crushed and live. Is so, just to trigger Shinji. Which we heard my rant earlier about all that shit, so... Episode 19, A Man's Battle or Introjection, co-written by Akio Satsukawa. I have two sentences that's in this whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that's funny because I have a whole page. 19 is actually interesting to me. Yeah, 19 is a fucking episode, dude. Well, that's probably because I was. that's why I probably only have two because I was really watching. Uh, 19, yeah, 19 is one of the ones that makes me go, man, I wish this show was better. Uh, go to the very beginning because I have something at the, I have something about the theme song in the very beginning. So I did the fucking impossible, you guys. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. But I skipped the theme song. I had to see what the fucking fallout of this ep of episode uh, 18 is about. <laughs> So we open with uh, Shinji in 01 rejecting orders. And he's basically like, hey, assholes, I got more than enough time to destroy like half this base if I want to. God damn, I love Shinji's fucking threats. Wait, is this the flashback episode? No, that's, that's, that's 21. 
Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no. So he's. I think they say like, oh, you've only got like three minutes or whatever. He's like, yeah, that's plenty of time to lay waste to this base, dude. So good. Um, so they pump the LCL to maximum density to knock him out. Fucking Jindo's like scientist tantrums. Fuck you, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. They get to we get to the hospital with uh, Ray and Asuka hanging out, still in their plug suits, and they actually have like a pretty normal, <laughs> well, not normal conversation, but tame conversation. And Ray base uh Asuka says, like, oh, he's probably in there dreaming. And Ray is like, what? And Asuka's like, oh, what, you don't dream? And then we get to see Toji and Shinji are in the same room for some reason. <laughs> Are we talking about the train scene, or is that later on? Uh, yeah, then we get to the train. What the fuck is going on in the train scene? I just realized, I hate all the train scenes in this fucking show. They mean nothing. And I know they're supposed to mean something, but, like, if I see two people in a fucking train, I'm just, like, I'm lost. So, this one harkens back to the previous train scene that uh, Shinji had in 16 with him talking to all the different Shinjis. Yeah. And this is important because we see, this is from Toji's perspective. Toji is in the train and he's watching Ray and Shinji talk. And the main takeaway from this one, I guess, is that it kind of sucks because Ray basically says to, or, you know, whatever the fuck this is, this is some weird, like, Eva nonsense, probably. But Ray basically says, like, oh, have, have you ever tried to, like, really understand Gendo? Or are you just running away from things that hurt? Oh my god. Which, fuck off. Gendo doesn't deserve understanding. I hate this whole running away scene because, like, it all makes sense to me about Shinji. Like, oh my god. I would have ran away so fucking fast. Uh, Hikari comes to visit Toji. We learn that Shinji was uh, discharged. Toji has been unconscious for, what, three days, I think? And pretty much all he says is, hey, tell my sister that I'm fine. Uh, oh, I think he also says, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sad I never got to eat any of your lunches. Which is nice. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Toji is missing limbs. The way his shape is, like, under the blanket, I think he's missing limbs. Which I'm sure Nerve can hook him up with some cool-ass prosthetics. Uh, we cut to Shinji, cut handcuffed before Gendo, and is like, I never want to pilot an Eva again. And Gendo's like, First of all, Gendo's like, you're charged with <laughs> some actual things that sound like treason and military crimes and then childish <laughs> insubordination or something. Nice. <laughs> Which is not a crime, Gendo. Fuck off. Yeah, so G Gendo says like, oh, then we'll never see each other again. You're I, you're just running away again. And <laughs> Shinji basically goes back, says, yeah, that was my intention. To never see you again, which fuck yeah, good Shinji. Good for you, Shinji. Honestly, good for fucking you. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm so done with Shinji. Shinji shows us fucking left. Who kills if fucking kids are dying? I don't care. <laughs> God nice. damn, I don't care. We get Shinji staring at his oh so familiar ceiling. The fact he's in jail is so what he's not in bad. jail. Yeah, he's in jail. No, he's not. He he's gonna leave. Oh, he's in jail. He's in jail beforehand. Oh, yeah. They, they have him cuffed and they bring him to Gendo, yeah. Because he threatened to destroy the entire base. It doesn't fucking matter. Shinji was not going to do it. He might have tried no, to kill Gendo. No, if Shinji was going to do something, he would have killed Gendo. Right well, he no, Shinji would not have done anything. No, he wouldn't have. Kensuke calls him and is like, man, I'm jealous. You got to be any of a pilot. <laughs> Which, Kensuke, read the room, man. And, and he tries to talk to him about more stuff. And then we get like, a, this call is being monitored and the call has been terminated. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> Which awful. is great. 
I love that. Uh, I'm just gonna put. I'm gonna say some notes right now. This is the Gendo conversation. I'm fucking quitting. Wanting away my ass. Disappointing my ass. Fuck you, dad. That's all. That's my notes. God damn, I do not like that scene. Go on. Oh yeah, Masato is uh, seeing Shinji off, and we get this long shot of them super far away talking to each other, and. She's like, yeah, Asuka didn't come to say goodbye. And she didn't want me to say that she said bye because, you know, she's mad that you're leaving. And it's just Asuka being Asuka. No, no, you forget what the Asuka, what the she said about Asuka. She says, Asuka is disgusted to see you. God damn, Asuka's a slam, Shinji. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's coming through Masato. <laughs> and she says it, but she also filters in the way it's like, yeah, yeah, but you know. Yeah. And she says, hey, you're going to have a real tough time in life if you try to please everybody. Then Masato goes on to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but Masato goes on to say that, like, oh, I put, like, all my hopes and dreams and goals, like, on you. Did she? I think she says that, yeah. No, she says that to Sinji. No, she says that, but did she actually do it? Kinda. Because we've never heard her say that she wants to be an EVA pilot or anything like that. No, but she wants to get revenge on the angels. Ah, sure. In a, in a long roundabout stretch way where you have that meme from, uh, uh, what's the dude from the meme with uh, Always Sunny where he's like rattling his brain and there's a bunch of shit in the back? <laughs> oh, the Pepe Sylvia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pepe Sylvia meme in the background. God, like, I'm sure you could eventually connect the dots to that, but like, it seems just like a generic quote. No, Misato is being fucking nice to Shinji. Like, Misato yeah, is the I, only one that treats Shinji with any kind of respect or whatever it is. Like, yeah. She has a bunch of fucking job. Whole whole job's not one thing. I mean, Jinjo's job is to be a fucking dad and we see how awful he is. No, that's definitely not his job. Gendo is a man. His job is not to be a parent, as this show makes explicitly clear. <laughs> so Shinji goes into his shelter and an alarm goes off. Oh fuck, it's an angel, the fourteenth angel, Zeruel. Who would have guessed? Uh Ray gets put into O one and it rejects Ray, and Gendo is like Oh, it's not rejecting Ray, it's rejecting me. Which you're probably right, but fuck off, Gendo. Ray goes on to say, Oh, even if I die, there are people that can replace me. Again, she's already made that quote before though. Yeah. Uh they do I activate the dummy program and it does not work either. Yeah, that's true. And the reason why she's getting you to one is because Ray's um Ray's unit still got its arm blown off, so she can't she can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's why she's getting unit one. Your whole unit's destroyed. Um, then we get to them battling the angel and Asuka. Oh, Asuka, my girl. <laughs> <clears throat> that uh, that so circle anyways, of weapons. What's up? I started blasting. <laughs> yeah, dude, she's just surrounded by fucking weapons. Comma akimbo. Uh, it's so good. This fucking angel is fucking awesome. I love mummy arms, angel. <laughs> God, it's damn. so silly. It's so good. This angel. Deserves to win this fucking fight. God Fucking damn. wavy tube man, Angel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's all. We call him wavy tube man, Angel. I don't even know what his name is. Uh, Zeruel. God damn. I really need to know more about my fucking religious history. I would love to know what the fucking point is. Of hey, my bet, based on some of the stuff that happens with psychology in this show, uh, I would bet that Anno read the footnotes of the Bible at best. Okay. <laughs> or not footnotes, spark notes. <laughs> so she's just shooting ineffectually, and then eventually her arms get cut off by the, the wavy tubes. Can we discuss how the fucking guns just don't work in this fucking show? Like, why are we using guns? You already had this rant. You already had this rant. I know. 
But the fact that she's just using guns, and I love the fact that she's just, you know, has these power of guns like you guys discussed about. It's just funny, but like, god damn, she gets destroyed. I think that was a comedic skit of like the scale up of the weaponry. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. But um, two men fucking uh, several arms. And oh my gosh, I forgot how much Asuka's a great character, but the fuck that she's just running there with no arms. I'm like, hell yeah, Asuka, go ham. I mean, you get destroyed, but yeah. god damn, you understand your place. Yeah, go be an idiot. Yeah, because her, her, when Asuka's confronted with a problem, her, she doesn't run away. She fucking fights it. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, her head gets blown off. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's make no mistakes. Asuka is not a mentally healthy character either. I, I, prefer, I prefer people running to their death than running away crying. Even though I, I completely agree with Shinji, and if I was in Shinji's shoes, I would have ran the fuck away. But would I watch somebody run away crying or going in there? I'd rather watch somebody going in there. The head conveniently land, crashes through the shelter and lands right in front of Shinji. And uh, the music... This is one I did take down because this whole next sequence with uh, Shinji and Kaji, the music during it is fantastic. And just the shot of like the Eva like on its knees in the background and the the gunshots and the explosions that are just happening are so good during this whole scene. Such a fantastic backdrop. But Shinji comes out to Kaji's garden which we already established okay, is goddamn so melon garden. I, I would like those in that pick that said, why the fuck is Kenji's heel? And I'm going to say, uh, I completely accept the fucking watermelon garden. Well, did you hear what he said? Why is there? Uh, I would rather be in Masato's breasts. But if this is where I have to die, that's fine too. That's still not why he's there. Y'all heard that, right? Yeah, because yeah. they figured out his side job. Oh, okay. Yeah, they figured out he's a spy. And they won't yeah. let him be around during combat. Oh, okay. But he has to yeah, that's be exactly a shithead about it. Okay, I mean, he's still dealt water, like, water watermelons. He could be anywhere else, but I, I like the fucking... I mean, it's a nitpick, but I like the nitpick. Like, I like him watering watering watermelons. Well, uh, yeah, he. I mean, he does say, like, this is basically like, yeah, if I'm going to die, this is where I would like it to be. And he goes on to explain to Shinji, oh, Adam is below us, and if an angel ever makes contact, we are getting the third impact, and we're all dead. And then Ray pulls some cool-ass shit, and grabs an N2 mine and footballs no, no, that wait. thing in. What's up? Um, what's called? So we forgot to discuss the fucking angel is like fucking going ham though, like in the fucking ground. Like it is pushing through all the fucking armor things. Mm, Disgusting yeah. thing about Way because oh my gosh, this is such a fantastic scene. Yeah, she runs in N2 mine, football yeah. carrying it, jams it through the AT field <laughs> with her one arm. It explodes, <laughs> does nothing. Yeah, and you know why it doesn't do anything? Because explosions are like the points and who's lies it anyway. Yep, exactly. <laughs> they just don't matter. <laughs> Does that? <not? laughs> They're made up and they don't matter. <laughs> explosions are made up and don't matter. <laughs> uh, then Zeruel pierces Ray, and Kaji gives Shinji another talk of like, hey man, this is all I can do right now. There's something only you can do. What are you going to do, Shinji? If I was Shinji... I would not do anything. Watch the whole world burn. Oh my gosh. Shinji runs back and he makes a fist again. I mean, throughout all these episodes, he's been doing the thing where he's trying to make a fist and can't do it. So we forgot though, um, Masato is holding her cross whenever shit is going down. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Oh, I didn't. 
So Shinji comes in, and I think Gendo or someone probably goes like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm Shinji Ikari. I'm the pilot of Ava Unit Zero, which I like your confidence, Shinji, know, but... Fuck you. Oof. I, I don't like... Have confidence in yourself another way, dude. I wish the show was over. I'm done with Shinji this. Shinji runs and you guys hate it. Shinji comes back and you guys hate it. Dude, this kid. No, I like I like the attitude, but I don't like the dialogue. The, him identifying himself as the pilot of Evil One. Eh, it seems like a nit- nitpick. Find value in yourself another way, Shinji. That's what I'm saying. He just hasn't grown enough. Uh, the angel is breaking through. Shinji crashes through the wall to stop it in Eva 01. Uh, his arm gets blasted off and covers Gendo in blood, who is not bothered in the slightest. Whatever. And I think Maya probably throws <laughs> up again. Shinji tackles Zeruel onto an elevator and yells out to Masato to That was kinda that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's a great <laughs> sequence where they fly out on the elevator. Uh Shinji makes a pretty fucking scary face. And starts ripping the angel apart before he runs out of power. God, since he was about to win this, how does he run out of power? Why is the fucking plug not plugged up? Uh, it probably wasn't plugged in. I, I don't know. As soon as he, like, when he's like, I have no power left, I'm like, why is he not plugged up? There's no, like, I didn't see the fucking uh, plug not getting cut or anything like that. Like, why is it running on no power? It's so weird. Unless unless the plugs up is on like top side and he was not able to get in top side, but I would think, yeah I don't know I would think it would be plugged up in the bottom, but I mean it's a nitpick, but it's not truthfully very... they they may have not have thought about fighting inside the headquarters, so I don't know. Yeah. Also, it's it's just like a thing of like he was gonna run out of power if the fight had to go on another five minutes, so he would run out of power. Then that's what would have happened. What do you mean? Uh, they have five minutes when yeah. they're unplugged. Yeah, I know that. And that's only if they're not going super badass, which obviously he was going super badass. Yeah, so the fact that he runs out of power quickly is kind of like... No, that it, makes It's not really sense. anything. No, I, I don't care about that. I just, I'm just i just wondering why he's just not plugged. Gotcha. I, I really don't care about this. This is not rant worthy, you guys. I just don't understand why they can't find a fucking extension cord. Fucking though, Shinji's just going ham about to defeat the fucking angel. Yep, and then really? he gets tossed aside, just gets pierced by those <laughs> little flappy things. I think another explosion happens. I'm sure it does nothing. <laughs> no, probably not. And then uh, we get the bit of Zerrell just hammering on the core of Eva 01 for a while. Uh, we cut to Shinji yelling, and we hear a heartbeat we cut back to the outside where Eva 01 grabs the blades and seemingly just shreds right through it somehow. So yeah, he shreds the blades and then pulls Zeruel towards him, rips off his blade and attaches it to where he was missing an arm to grow a human ass arm. That is straight up a human arm. This is where I tapped out a little bit logically. You forgot to discuss one thing though. Yeah. What sink is Shinji into Eva? Oh, that comes. That okay. that was my next note. He he's he jumps up to sync rate four hundred. Oh my gosh! What is this fucking number? What we already is- decided statistics do not matter in this fucking series. Okay, Anthony, I I give you that. <laughs> he is four hundred percent sync rate. Yep, okay. four hundred. Uh, and then one of the coolest sequences I think in the entire anime of the Eva moving like 
so primal, like a giant gorilla basically making these awful sounds. Yeah, those sounds are good and that they were so bad. Yeah. It looks unnatural. That's what it is. Yeah, the the way it moves is yeah. fantastic. And then it just starts eating that angel. And they're like, oh, it's trying to assimilate the the S2 or the whatever. S2 core. The yeah. S2 core into itself. Which, again, sure, guys. And then they say, uh, I think Ritsuko says, oh, th- that, by the way, that's not armor. Those are restraints to limit the Eva's intrinsic power. It's not, it's not just armor. Right. Yeah. Then we cut back to Kaj- Kaji. He says, oh, it's awakening and liberation of Unit 01. I wonder if their scenario planned for this. It all starts now. I've only seen two animes now, but I feel like that's in every anime. It starts now. <laughs> Anything else on 19? Is Eva's mom? Eva is mom. Okay. <laughs> All right. Episode 20, Shape of Heart, Shape of Human, or... Wow, that's really good handwriting me. Weaving a story to oral stage. So, you guys, I'm going to discuss this right now. I did the impossible. I put back on the theme song, please. I really didn't go <laughs> after that episode. I wanted to see the fallout, and that's all. So I just put back the fucking theme song. God damn, it slaps. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know you guys were worried about it, but yeah. <laughs> we open with the council. They're talking, oh, the S2 drive wasn't part of Sila's scenario. God, I was so bored. I was so bored. Oh, but you get something so big out of this, though. Yeah, I don't care. This is so much talking. Can we just get one sentence of what the fuck you're talking about? I was just fuck, like, I don't care. Sounds like, care. fuck story progression, dude. I just want to see people die. No, it's just talk about random shit. I was like, why? What What do you think the big thing was, Anthony? Um, the big thing was they am saying this is uh, also an answer to my old or other issue with one of the other episodes is how he actually got his power. It was he was the only one thing get this started. Mm, okay. They say that uh, Commander Ikari was the only one that could get things started. And that's why he has his position. Okay. Yeah, I miss that. Think he still murdered his fucking wife? Well. I don't know. It's we're going to talk about her. Don't worry. Uh, I was just saying, though, Shinji's, Shinji's um, mom can be a MILF. That's all. <laughs> he's, 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 he's not wrong. I was the same, dude. We'll talk about her. Um, then, chung chung, first day. The Evas are all fucked up. The base is basically screwed. Uh, they're on like a second level command center with the chairs aren't as comfortable. I thought that was real funny. I like that. Uh, we see Unit 01 in those messed up bandages with, with like a oh, fucking horrifying goddamn rictus. So, oh my god, that was disgustingly good. I have three pages of notes on that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is a real good bit. I think it's it's one of like the other like the I think one of the useless or not useless, but basically nameless uh texts with Masato and they're talking, and the guy's like, oh, there's no telling what it'll do if we poke at it blindly, just like you. Yeah. And then they sit there for a second, he's like, sorry. Yeah, he's like, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I wrote Kaji, comma, the bell? What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, I yeah, I have no clue what that means either. I mean, Kanji is uh, talking to uh, Jindo and Uchiki about steel, but I don't know what that means. My next thing is it has someone's will. 
Oh, Eva robots have will, I guess. Uh, but I mean, before that, we learned that, like, oh, Shinji can't get out. He's been assimilated into the Eva because Shinji is gone. Shinji has disappeared. He is 400% assimilated. Yes, 400% sync rate, please. So, oh my god, I'm fucking sorry. Um, yeah, and then they're like, oh, Eva's have a will, and Masato is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? Do you know what's happening or not? Like, cut the bullshit. And then she slaps her and says, take responsibility to the end. Yeah, hell yeah, Masato. Fucking huge dick energy right there. Fucking Masato, dude. So good. Chum chum, second day. Uh, Ray wakes up. We see Asuka's room is completely trash. Jesus, mad. And then chum chum, third day. <laughs> I mean, chung, I don't chung. think anything really happens there. No, just copyright lawsuits. That's it. They're talking about how to recover Shinji. And I feel like it's another moment of Ritsuko not being like fully committed to it. And Masato again being like, yo, we're getting Shinji back, like, whatever it takes, fuck all of you. And they spout off some nonsense about, oh, well, if we can get his will, uh, we can reconstitute his body and then put them back together. Because he's in quantum and we can bring him out of quantum. You know, it's all in theory. Yeah, we're like, sure. Chung chung, day four. No, no, the (laughs) science of this anime is bad, you guys. It is bad. Chung chung, go. I love bad science, to be fair. It cracks me up. We get Shinji having like an out-of-body experience. He gets flat. He he goes full Ray here and gets mm-hmm. flashes of like all his friends. And then he gets flashes of the angels. He says, oh, you have to defend yourself against anything that threatens you. Your enemies, my enemies, my enemies, my enemies. And then it finally lands on Gendo. Gendo is his enemy. My which, enemy. hell my yeah. Enemy. I'm going to say something about the sequence. I hate these mind sequences. We had it in the last one, and uh, um, we call it Perfect Blue, and now we have it three, like two times in this show. No, dude, I love these sequences. Uh, I am a big fan of Perfect Blue's mind sequences. Uh, these, I think, are important, but they're just not as interesting in between those two shows, for sure. I mean, yeah, for sure, but I, I still really like them stylistically. And yeah, the cuts, is this the one? Yeah, the cuts on this one were actually incredible. Yeah. Uh, how fast these went. I, I think, I mean, as for, for as much as this group of episodes falters, I think, like, its cinematography in general is really good. Oh, and I'm about to get angry, too. Oh, boy. Um, is it before 30th day? Uh, I wrote Primordial C. Uh, oh, boy. I think I skipped over that because I was like, what the fuck? Uh, it's just something that they, yeah, I remember. Isn't that when they're talking about, like, reconstituting Shinji? Yeah, because I have next to that quantum state Shinji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like, oh, he's lost in the primordial soup that like basically spawned all life, so we could pull him out of that. Yeah. It's like, what? We learned that uh, Shinji has seen Eva 01 before, which, you know, comes oh, up in the next episode. Oh, yeah. And then, chung chung, 30th day. Something I would like to talk about the 30th days. We had 30 days. 30 days they've been doing this. There's no angel attack? What the fuck? Is the angels waiting for people to come back alive? There better be a good fucking reason at the end of this fucking anime where the fucking angels angels decide to fucking let Shinji come out of fucking wherever he comes from. I have a theory. There won't be. You think there's no Another more angel? angel attack? No, I don't. I don't think there'll be a good reason. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I have lost 
all faith in this show to not continue to stumble into the ends and actually make good on anything it's setting up here. Um, I hope End of Eva like recovers it, but good lord. Oh my god! Okay, I'm just glad someone else is like fuck this show. I know. No, you don't, don't get me wrong. That. I don't. I don't hate it, but I, I don't I, think it's gonna deliver on pretty much anything that it's set up. No, I, I know. I know you don't like the show, but I. I just love the fact you say stumbling. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, it, it pissed me off. Day 30, I'm just like, there's no fucking angel attack. What pisses me off about day 30, where the fuck is Toji? Oh, I mean, it's not Toji's story, dude. It's Shinji. Yeah, I know, but like, what's up with Toji? Why isn't he back in action? Uh, So, yeah, so 30th day, we Maya or Ritsuko like throws down a stack of papers and Maya's like, oh, wow, it's really cool that you came up with this plan in only a month. And Ritsuko's like, actually, this plan kind of already existed because this has happened once before. It didn't really work, which is great how she just brushes that off. So we realized that from uh, Ritsuko, like this plan has happened before. It's Shinji's mother who's they talk about, isn't it? Uh, yes. Okay. Th- that's the implication here and pretty much confirmed later, but they don't really. Yep. Yeah. This pissed me off beyond fucking belief. In the same, I'd say, five to seven minute segment, Shinji introspectively in that little subway thing says, I ran away from father and mother. And then day 30 or whatever, the next thing he says is, father abandoned me. So it upsets me core to the core, because which fucking one is it? Mm-hmm. Why would you introduce both of those as the narrator of both of those situations? Well... I'm just going to say right now, it could be that his dad abandoned Shinji as a father figure to him. Like, he doesn't really care about Shinji. And Shinji just fucking left, technically. He's like, oh, I'm just running away. But he's like, his dad already fucked him. You know what I mean? His dad already abandoned him in feelings and stuff like that after the fucking mom died. It could just mean that. And he just ran away from the household. I don't know. Shinji pisses me off on this one. Okay. This makes me, this makes me hate the writing. It either makes me hate the writing or hate him. One of the two. Either he's a fucking idiot and can't decide like which one he wants, or the writers are like, "Oh fuck, did we really just write that like four pages ago on the script?" Shit, uh, it doesn't matter. Just go, just go. Hurry up and get to the part where he says, "I need you to be kind." Hurry up. They'll love that. <laughs> yeah. No, this is the exact scene I've been thinking about the whole time, where I kept saying, "Fuck yeah, Shinji," but then he backslides because he comes all the way back to this. And look, I get it. I understand depression. I understand toxic relationships, but it's a fucking TV show. And this sucks as a character arc. If you're going to do something like that, if you're going to get someone caught in a place, you need to really goddamn earn it as a character arc. And they do not with Shinji. It This whole thing just sucks. Oh, why are people nice to you? And I actually kind of to your point, Anthony, this is like the multiple Shinji's talking to each other, which is still kind of unclear if it is all Shinji or is some of it the Eva? Is it his mom? Like, is it actually multiple entities having this conversation or is it all sure. internal Shinji? And I'll give them that. And I would give them that more. And I'd actually agree with it if they would have like answered more questions before giving me more mm-hmm. questions. Oh, I'm still with you that it sucks, but... <laughs> oh, it's so trash. Like, the fact that they literally, like... It's like, I ran away from mother and father, and then he just says, Father, abandoned me. No, motherfucker, you abandoned father and mother, or or he abandoned you. Yeah. And then we get the cycle of 
Masato, Asuka, and Ray being naked. Yeah, what in the psychosexual fuck's going on? And saying, hey, do you, do you want to be one with me in like heart, soul, and body? It, it feels, feels really, really good. really good. And it's like, what the fuck? Uh, for, first of all, I think this is what Monkey was talking about earlier, where they're featureless. Oh, yeah. They're, like, they're just completely, they're like mannequins. Yeah. Which, um, I, I, I honestly, maybe I'm wrong, but I sincerely believe that that was a choice made by the show. And not just that, it was like a weird censoring thing. Yeah, I think it was a choice. Yeah, I think it's a choice too. Um, because um, I think uh, Cowboy Bebop was made a little bit audio, and we saw some... Uh, Titties in Cowboy Bebop. Do we get some nip? Do we get some nip? Yeah, we do. It was like on a magazine cover in Cowboy Bebop. Mm, that's probably true. Yeah. We see, go, come back out and the process to extract Shinji is failing. And Ritsuko says, um, like, hey, do you... Yeah, what's up? But we get this fantastic line that says, um, if Shinji was a boy... I mean, if, if it's a boy, it's Shinji. If it's a mm. girl, it's way. Which is a major hint for later on. Oh, that, that's way later in the episode. Or not way later, but there's a lot between that. Also, I'm just saying, way, actually a really good name for a fucking girl. I like it. Do you know what it means? No. I don't know. Oh, does Shinji mean something? Uh, yeah, almost certainly. Oh, okay. Na- all names mean things. I feel like I, I, I want to say Shinji means like truth or something akin to that. Because I feel oh, like... God damn, that just sounds so fucking stupid. There, there was a line where Kaji says something like, you need to find your truth. And I think I heard him say Shinji in it. Oh, okay. Sh- okay, apparently Shinji means believe. Uh, Ritsuko says, what do you wish for, like, out loud? And Shinji responds, basically like, oh, I don't know. Uh, the plug opens, and we just get... And then and we cut to Shinji in a hospital, but we quickly learn that he's still in his Eva. Masato is crying over Shinji's suit and saying, give him back. Shinji smells his mom or something. You think it's the Eva? Is he talking about his mom or you think it's Masato he's talking about? Bet it's inside that Eva. Yeah. So, yeah, you think it's the Eva? Okay. Bet. Yeah, he's not reconstituted at the time. Listen, mama's Eva. <laughs> I know that. I'm just saying Masato is a motherly figure to Shinji. So I was wondering if Shinji smelled Masato and decided to pop out then. But I mean, if you guys think it's the Eva, then it's the Eva. No, maybe if he was only two hundred percent assimilated, I might give you the sense of smell in the outer <laughs> world. But no, okay, yeah, dude, four hundred percent sink. Yeah, four hundred percent. Come on, bro. <laughs> I think I wrote as long as you're alive, you can turn anywhere. Oh God, I, I got to say this again. Way fantastic name for a goal. Go on. Uh, yeah, we get we get some more like bullshit spirituality stuff. Uh, then we get what you were saying. If Shinji, Shinji, if, if it's a boy, Ray, if it's a girl, um, and then Shinji splutes out. It's the second time in this series Shinji has been given birth to. Chung <laughs> chung, day thirty-three. Masato and Ritsuko are the car, and Masato's like, "Oh, you can let me out here." And Ritsuko is like, "Oh, off to sneak off to her late night tryst just because Shinji's back. Not like I'm one to talk." Which okay. She has had an emotionally scarring day, though. For 30 days, yeah. And then we get Masato and Kaji. Dude, this whole scene, I was just not, like, I was not into it. I was like, I just feel disgusted. I do not like this scene whatsoever. Yeah, Kaji's a fucking dirtbag, Masato. You can do better. That's my. That was my thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. I just was not into the whole sex scene. I was just like, ugh, this does not feel good. 
the one thing I'll give it is that I love that Masato starts Masato starts pumping him for information. Is what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, Masato smokes after sex. Which I totally like. I know that's like an old tradition, but smoking after sex sounds like a good time, actually. The only thing I want to say is that I love that she's grilling him for information. He's like, hey, is the only reason you're hooking up with me so you can ask me stuff? And he's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. And he's and then he comes back with, I'm honored, but I can't tell you anything. Yeah, that was a pretty good moment. So they'll they'll show you the underwear... Of a 14-year-old girl, they'll show you a man, 14-year-old man flashing the girl. They'll show us another 14-year-old falling on a 14-year-old naked body. But they won't show any bit of the little bit of adult hanky-panky going on. I, I kind of agree with you on this. I was thinking about it. I'm like, if they're actually so to sex, I think I would not feel as bad as I am just listening to the conversation while they're having sex. Now, maybe it was a thematic choice, but like the, the, my issue with it is like they'll show all the 14 year old shit and want make us watch it, but they won't make us watch this. Like, I understand if they want to thematically, like, okay, it, it, it's going to make them more uncomfortable if they listen to it or something like that. But fuck you guys and your fucking fan service for 14 year olds. Look, we are, I'm well documented on how I think that stuff totally misses the mark. In terms of like it's supposed to be for Shinji. This is the one that would be correct. Well, I mean, Shinji's not there. And, and dude, again, I, I don't disagree with you. That stuff sucks. And I, you know what? I would wager some of the reason is budgetary. Because <laughs> this it's literally just like a still shot of some liquor in a glass and some cigarettes. For like sure. a good minute, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, is this, this scene just really just not was like so... Cringy. But one episode ago, we had hundreds of flashes on the screen. Well, yeah. Where do you think they used their budget? <laughs> no, just even like them huddling up under the covers and the cover moving a little bit. Oh, actually, yeah. That would I would prefer that than what we had. Makes no difference to me, honestly. But it just felt weird. It's like listening to a conversation that yeah, like, I couldn't yeah, even it, finish. It was fucked up. I mean, it definitely is weird because we do literally get like what feels like two minutes of just Masato moaning. <laughs> And then is, she's like, wait, what did you just put in there? <laughs> a present. The first one in eight years. And probably the last one I'll ever give you. One. And then yeah. she puts a table or a, a, a pill on the table that we've had a still shot of. What's the pill? Do you know? We do not know. I assume it's some kind of information. Adderall. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's probably it. Also, um, there's that great, I think you guys already discussed this, but watch where you stick that thing. Kanji going for the butt. No, they would. <laughs> what she said so? is, nope. I already said what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was. It was him putting the pill places where he should not be jamming random foreign objects. Oh, okay. That's what that meant. Okay. I thought Kenji was going for the butt. Nope. Kaji thought he was being cute. Instead, he was being weird. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! Episode twenty-one. Uh, I think I have a hot take. Oh boy. I don't want to say it because the more we talked about it, the less I like the show. <laughs> what? I, I thought you both were into the show. I thought I was a negative one. I was last week. <laughs> well, we're we're into we're into the payoff. And the payoff is not looking as good as it was. I totally agree. I kind of enjoy uh I don't know if I say enjoy. I, I am enjoying. There we go. The they were like, all right, Angel of the Week, right? And then yep. they just fucking nope, just kidding. At the end here, like, and aside from the uh, 
some of the writing issues we've already previously thing. I'm enjoying the, the like the the scaling of that, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. Because it, it's different. Um, they flipped it from like a monster of the week to okay. Here's what's okay. It's time. It's time. And I guess it's hard to do that if you if you have. Or I guess it's easy to do that when stuff like this and Beat Pop only went only goes for one season. Yeah. No, but Evangelion is the same amount of episodes, except there's an ending. That's what I'm saying. Like it. Uh, period. Like. They said, all right, we're doing one season. Here's the story. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I yeah. like that. And then, like, so they can they can kind of do that. Okay, these first 10, 20 episodes or whatever, or not 20, but 10, 15 episodes, we're going to make you like the characters. Then we're going to go, the rest of them are going to be, like, we're just going to flip the fucking script on you. Hold on. Did I not watch the first 15 episodes? Uh, no, it was all Monster of the Week bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you said you're, we were going to make you like yeah, the characters. Yeah, yeah. We're, okay, they're gonna, <laughs> we're going to try to make you like the characters. I'm sold on three characters. <laughs> Uh, I think you got me beat. I let's see here. For me, it's uh four if you count Hikari. Hikari's uh, nice. Tanjo, Shinji. Okay, yeah. Mom. Fucking love Tanjo. Oh, what's his name? Toji. Toji. Yeah, Toji. <laughs> fucking Tanjo's Mom. my boy. And I actually like Oscar, even though she's a brat. But she's the only thing that actually has anything in the show. Well, do you want you want to know why Oscar's rubbing off on me? Why? Because she's not yelling at Shinji these past two episodes because he's 400% assimilated. Yeah. <laughs> also, Asuka hasn't really sewn up in these episodes. <laughs> Let me, you know what? I can wrap in why I like Asuka and my problem now with this show in the same thought. Let's go, baby. Again, I'm someone who's perfectly okay with suspension of disbelief to an extent that is probably too forgiving. I'm someone who's willing to work with a show. If you give me the pieces, I will help you put your puzzle together. Like, I'll see where I think you're trying to go, and I'll help you, even if you don't go there. But I feel like in the back half of the series, Evangelion is... It's just... It gave me all... It dumped all the pieces on the table and put its feet up. It's just like, you figure it out. I don't know. Like, it's not meeting me halfway anymore. I'm doing all the work to find anything in this show. No, dude, like, here's the thing about Eva Gannon. Yes, you guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I really do not like the show. But goddamn, it has a really good, like, putting pieces together. You're like, oh, this is what that means. Oh, this is what that means. Ooh, oh, I can, like, I can gather those information. But, like, damn. Yeah, and, and to, to tie that into Asuka for me, it's like, yeah, if you take what is on screen for Asuka, she sucks. Like, 95% of the time. I actually love Asuka, and I don't know why. I mean, she's entertaining, but, yeah, like, if you really why. look at her personality, she's terrible. But I'm like, oh, I see what you're going for with Asuka. I understand who she's supposed to be, even if you're doing not a great job of demonstrating it. And so I'm kind of doing the work to endear me to her <laughs> instead of the show. Yeah. Which I, again, especially, dude, episode 21 has some of my favorite shit and some of the worst shit. And this is, I think, the breaking point for me where I'm like, I, I'm, I'm done, Eva. Like, if you want me to pick up what you're putting down, you got to put some effort in. All right, episode 21, Birth of Nerve, or He Was Aware That He Was Still a Child, co-written by Akio Satsukawa. Um, just to be clear, this is the first of the Director's Cut episodes that run through 24 and those are what's on Netflix, so that's what we're doing if you happen to not be watching it on Netflix. Oh, that makes complete sense, because I was wondering why this episode was 30 minutes long. Yeah. Why all the other episodes are 24 minutes. 
So we, we get our computer screen, year 2000. We see like a kind of a shitty camera and there's a lot of science talk. And then it cuts to a different camera and our, we get like other people like shit talking to scientists basically. Saying like, oh, these people are all out for their ego. They have too much faith in science. They're not trying to do anything good. They're just being scientists for their own self-satisfaction. And then something starts to go bad. We see the glowing white figure, which is, you know, probably Adam, the first angel or second angel or whatever oh, the hell we are. it's not probably. I, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, they actually say, like, pull out the spear, and then they say, oh, yeah. Adam. Yeah. 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 And boy, does that look like an Eva. Yes, it does. And they also say it's growing wings. Uh, side note, does not look like the thing we saw on the cross, which they had said was Adam. Okay, uh, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I'm completely lost. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I guess <laughs> I've not paid attention or something. Go on. It was, yeah, this is the first, this is also the first time that we get um, a beginning, I don't know what it's called. We get the, the cold open or the open of it, and then we cut into the theme song. Is that this the, literally the first time they do that? That I remember. Oh, okay. And at the end of this, there's also a tonal change in the uh, ending to the outro music. Oh, oh really? You need to listen to that. Yeah, because no one else here listens to the goddamn outro music. Well, it's just sad piano music. I love it. And then we get the FBI warning, which I love. That was a nice yeah. touch. Oh, yeah. This is top secret. You can't be watching this if you're not uh, authorized. If you don't have permission of the UN Council, or yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. good. Do you guys get that part though, right? Where it's also said it's growing wings. Yeah, that was. I think that's evil one. So, so what did Kaji bring to Gendo? Oh, uh, he brought. He brought. Oh no, yeah, he brought a portion of Adam. No, it is that. There's a quote where he said it's the portion of Adam. Oh, okay. So you think O one is Adam? Uh, I don't know about that. I, no. I think Adam is something different. Uh, or or you think O1 and that Eva are the same? You, you think O1 is the same Eva from the second impact? I'm just not necessarily... Or the same yeah, angel, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we have like three hints. Yeah. Uh, we've got the wings now. Another evidence of the wings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that angels want to go to Adam. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that this is what a name, or maybe it could be a copy of Evil One or something like that. Or oh, th of, that makes sense though. The first angel, which I think Ritsuko and Masato kind of implied in an earlier conversation. I don't remember if it was in this batch and we skipped it or an earlier batch, but they basically yeah. say like, oh, they're like the Evas aren't. I feel like they say they aren't just copies of the angels. Oh like, fuck! Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Uh huh. Oh, this is gonna sound stupid as shit when I get proved wrong. But what if? The angels are just trying, like, their their wills of the mother stuck, and they're trying to stop Gendo. I like that. I like that. I don't think it's correct, but <laughs> no. I like it. It's okay. But, like, and the, they, they're just the wills, so they can't, like, they only they don't have limited, you know, abilities and stuff. I don't know. To me, it sounds like the fucking angels are just trying to get to Adam, which you guys are making this sound like it's evil one, so. No, no, no. Adam is different from the angels. I think. Well, well, okay, yeah. We, we know Adam is something. There, there's, there's something underground, right? Which we are led to believe is a thing on the cross, but I don't think that's Adam at this point. I don't think it is either. Yeah, no, it's because not. Because Kaji yeah. said in 19 that if one of the angels get to, gets to Adam, everything's gone. Everything dies. Yeah, because, no, no, we already established that too in that, in that, uh, that same podcast. I think it was, I don't know which one it was, but 
Masato finds out. Um, he opens up the door and she sees that thing and he goes, yeah, Adam's also in here. Right. Okay. Implying that that is not Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Good. Good call. Good call. Come on, guys. Keep up. Jesus fucking <laughs> Dude, I'm keep so up with all this lost. convoluted science and I'm shit. Come so on. I'm so lost. All I know is Chinzy's in the 400% sync rate to where it is. <laughs> 400% assimilation. But yeah, thank you. Um. Well, he's back now. He got rebirthed again. Yeah, I, I there's sure something he's... special about Evil One, obviously, because they don't. Get oh, it. there is something special about Evil One. It's mom. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, that's, and it's also an angel with the core. Or they're, but they're all angels in a way, in a manner of speaking. Yeah, and then I'm thinking the Eva part is just them trying to control the angels. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know, but that's that's kind of where I'm at. I, I'm I'm still curious, despite my grievances. I don't know. All I know is Ray's a clone. Uh, Eva's a mom's. Um, Kaji sucks. Speaking of, Kaji's at the payphone trying to call Masato, and then he goes full spike. Kidnapper Kaji. <laughs> Which is fitting, considering he's Koichi Yamadera in the <laughs> sub. He look, He's like, oh, one last job, and then he looks at his car, and it's like, it's red like blood. <laughs> like, okay, Kaji. We see Fuyutsuki, or we learn Fuyutsuki has been abducted, and the nerve intelligence comes in and is like, hey, we think, or into Masato's office, and like, hey, we think Kaji had something to do with this, given your history, or and like, can you come with us? And she's like, yeah, given our history, that makes sense. I'm good. She's like, yeah, it checks out. <laughs> here's my badge, here's my gun, let's do it. <laughs> All right, I actually like Masato's like that. She's like, yeah, it yeah. Makes sense. She's smart and down to earth, but she needs, she has terrible taste in men. Yes, agreed. And then we see, we see Seal Zile. I think it's Seal. It's Seal, I think. I did. It's, it's a weird pronunciation. I think it's like German in root, actually. They have Fuyutsuki, and they're all just like on these obelisks with a sound only on them, <laughs> implying that they could do video but are choosing not to. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious, too, that they have um, a couple of them have voice. Oh, no. Only one of them didn't have a voice modulator. Yeah, I just think it's very silly. Um, they're sure. trying to question Fuyutsuki. And I'll just say at the top, like this episode made Fuyutsuki much more interesting than most of the other side characters. Yes. Very easily. Um, also, the, uh, I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but they talked a lot about like everyone's calling them angels and evas. This is the first, to my knowledge, first time they were like, he's trying to create gods. They use the word mm, yeah, God. you might be right. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, they do talk about that much later. With like, oh, we don't, we don't want a, a already fully manifested God. That doesn't work for us. Yeah, that's fucking weird. And they're against the training of the gods and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like some rails are about to be gone off here. I'm hoping the ending is good. I'm just hoping. I don't Probably think it not, is because they had to make a movie. Yeah, they had to redo it. <laughs> Uh, um, we so we cut back to 1999. We see Professor Fuyutsuki. Oh, actually, what triggers this is one of them calls him Professor Fuyutsuki, and he basically has his professor, huh? That's a name oh. I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in, since 1999. So I'm just gonna say my first note: White hell guy is a teacher. I mean, up until this episode, he's been Gendo's jerk off buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think he's been like known to as the commander general or whatever. Also, he's still Gendo's joke off buddy. I don't see no point in him in this fucking show. I, I like I said, I think this episode actually makes him pretty interesting. Okay, go on. But um, 
he's walking out and like a grad student comes up to him and was like, hey, we're all going out for drinks. Come out for drinks with us for Yutsuki. And he agrees. They go out for drinks. He like is talking to an old colleague and then gets not introduced, but told about a guy named Ikari. He's put in touch with Ikari, which of course is Gendo, right? Because Gendo Ikari. <laughs> and then we see in his office, oh, wait, that's not Gendo. That's a female. That's Yui Ikari. And holy fuck, if you weren't sold already, that's Ray. Wait, what? That looked like Ray? <laughs> a little, maybe. Damn, I don't know why I like this character so much, but Yui is fantastic. She's the sunshine that I need in this show. We'll talk about Yui. We cut back to the present. <laughs> oh, yeah, th- this is where Zile or Seal or whatever is talking about, oh, Unit 01 has gained absolute existence. They, um, they use the exact phrase, absolute existence. <laughs> we go back to 1999. Where it's like, oh, this guy wants to be released into your custody for Yutsuki. We forgot about the scene. Future Yuchi is talking to Yui. And uh, he asks her what she wants to do in life. And she, he gives him two options about being like a scientist. About being oh. another scientist. And she's like, the third option, I want to have a home life. <laughs> Wife oh, daddy. yeah. And, and then, I, ah, dude. God, no, off. dude. Yui is... So great, because she already knows what she wants in life. She wants a kid. She wants a fucking family. I love Yui. Goddamn, she's, she's already on top of it. She's like, all I want is a man to put a baby in me so I can raise a fucking child. Hell yeah, Yui. This girl knows what she wants, and I love her for that. Except that's not all she wants. It's almost like as this episode plays out, she becomes a well-rounded person with multiple interests that is quickly <laughs> discarded and used to serve the greater narrative in a really ham-fisted way. Exactly. Let's go on, Owens. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, to your point in that scene, after she says, like, oh, maybe I'll just have a home life for Yutsuki makes, like, a <laughs> yeah face, like, oh, yeah, I can make you a home life. Oof. Oh, I did not see that. Oh, yeah, oh I didn't you that. No, he totally makes a face like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I thought I mean, it was more like just doing the whole, like, you're smarter than that, don't waste your time getting a baby pumped in. No, you. I was t- I was totally picking up vibes that Fuyutsuki was into Yui. I mean, I was going to say, though, Yui is a MILF. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, no, you already not said MILF that. Right <laughs> now, but goddamn, she's fucking beautiful. And I don't know how the fuck Jindo got her. But Gendo is not a good-looking guy whatsoever. Back in 1999, Gendo, Gendo Rokubungi is released into Fuyutsuki's custody. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I got in a bar fight. What's the point of this fucking scene? Um, I, I think it's, well, for one, it's just how they met, right? And two, I think part of it is if it hasn't been like something that you understood by now, we're supposed to understand that Gendo is supposed to be seen as this like calculated controlling guy but he's just as emotionally driven as the rest of the characters he's extremely impulsive and not really driven by logic at all despite the appearance he puts up okay um but yeah he looks rough like you said gendo is a creepy ass looking guy uh he doesn't have his glasses early on which makes him look really gaunt and strange um, and he he says something, he pulls up Shinji, because, oh, I'm not used to being liked. <laughs> I'm used to people distancing themselves from me or whatever. And Fuyutsuki, I, I believe back in the present, 
or somewhere makes the comment that like, oh, we all thought Gendo was using Yui for his con- for her connections to Seal, which important to note, she had connections to Seal before getting in with uh, Fuyutsuki and Gendo. I mean, that's kind of hard though, right? Because like, didn't everyone have connections to everyone? Well, I think Seal has always been this like shadowy organization, right? Mm, Seal is who's Koji's working for, right? Kaji was playing both sides. Kaji, okay. But the sides were Seal and the UN Council. Uh, Seal, the UN Council, and Nerve are the three factions, I think. Specifically, I think Nerve and Seal are like pretending to be together, but more or less at odds. Gotcha, because yeah, this is the first time we really get into Seal, but I just I just know that at, at the end of this, they were like, yeah, uh, Masato came from this section. Um, is it Katsuri? Katsuragi. Um, yeah, Katsuragi. Uh, her and her mother, or her mother was from this section. Oh, Ritsuko? She was from, oh, Ritsuko, sorry, yeah, yeah. Ritsuko's mother was from this section, this section, and like, these two sections became nerve, this became this, and it was just, I need a fucking diagram. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the that point was is, a little rough to follow up Seal on. is uh, a shadowy organization, and the fact that Yui was in with them before, I think, is important to pay attention to. We cut time a little bit, 2000, 2001, second impact happens. 2002, Fuyutsuki is hanging out on his boathouse, being a, a crappy doctor. What do you say he's being a crappy doctor for? Or not being a crappy doctor, but he's being like a back alley doctor. Oh, okay. More or less, like he's practicing, I think, without a license. More yeah, because they just don't have any. Yeah, it, just out of his boathouse. He doesn't like have a, an actual office or anything. Um, we learn that the entire year has been summer, basically. But then they come and recruit Fuyutsuki to bring to Antarctica, where he re-meets Gendo. And he's like, oh yeah, me and Yui got married. And or he gets, uh, Gendo hands him the like, yay, we're married thing that Yui made to give out to, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know what those are called. Because <laughs> it wasn't an invitation. Like a business card. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, we're married now. And Gendo took her name, which I take to mean that Gendo's a piece of shit and trying to erase his past. But oh, okay, possibly. I just I just late. know this whole this whole time that we're watching under Fatsuki, uh, we're just seeing Gendo be this political fucking just moving mountains politically. Honestly, mm. oh, it might be that Yui's just a really strong woman and forces Gendo to go under her name. I believe that. I like Somehow that I much. feel like this show is not. I want to believe, <laughs> Owens. I want to believe. Then go watch the goddamn X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Yui and I really don't know why. I mean, like I said, I, I do think they, even in one episode, they established her as a well-rounded person. Like she feels like a real person. She's not completely motivated by one thing. Fuyutsuki starts to get a little like suspicious and feel a little off about Gendo. Uh, we come back to the present, um, which is Mas- with Masato, her in her dark room. She says, oh, I don't like being like this. It reminds me of bad memories. Where we cut back to 2002, and <laughs> Masato is just in a white room in the same position that she was in in that other room, up on a chair, and we learn that she hasn't spoken in two years. She's living her best life. Yeah, that sucks. And I feel like they're not doing right by her. 
keeping her in a fucking what looks like an asylum. I was like, God damn, two years. That's so sad. I I feel really sad for Masato in this episode. And I mean, they also do say like it was it was two years of her being silent. It wasn't two years of her being locked up. Which also they are framing that. So yeah. But I mean, everything that we've led to believe is she really hates the angels. Yeah. So I I don't think there's a whole lot barring the argument that they locked her up in that. Well, I I mean, I just more think it's clear that she's not getting the help that she needs from them. Oh, like psychologically? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, and I'm I'm sure in our day and age, no. But like, I don't think psychiatrists or psychologists were probably rampant after the second impact, as we had Professor Futsuki. What's his name? Fuck. Fuyutsuki. Fuyutsuki was a fucking doctor. Yeah, fair enough. I wrote, that's an Eva. I don't remember why. <laughs> Do we see 01? Uh, I think we get uh, another silhouette of the same. Oh, okay. I mean, we see 00, right? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Um, we go to 2003, where we learn that Gendo knew the second impact, or it's very heavily implied that Gendo knew that the second impact was going to happen. He gets questioned by Futsuki. He threatens to go public with everything he knows if Gendo doesn't stop being a piece of shit, basically. And Gendo does one of the the classic fiction moves of, hold on, let me show you something. And brings him to a cavern where we are introduced to Ritsuko's mom, Naoko. And we see a young Ritsuko with her red hair. Oh, is that what it is? I thought she had brown hair, but... Uh, maybe. I'm colorblind, so fuck me. I I just thought that was like shadows or anything like that because there's no way her hair told blonde unless she's making her hair tone blonde. But I don't think she is. Also, if it matters, he uh, he had handed him like a newspaper clipping. That's what it looked like, and it was just a picture of the same Eva that that caused the or the same angel that oh, okay. caused yeah. Which we don't know if that's the Eva or not. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, we're introduced to them. We they he we are seeing Eva zero zero. And we come back to the present day where we just get Ray staring at Unit 01, which I don't know if anything important happens here before we go back to 2005 where Ritsuko meets Masato. And it's kind of a nice bit because, you know, Masato had been silent for a long time and Ritsuko, uh, I think, basically narrates that or implies that she had always had like all, all trouble making connections with people. Well, people were always scared of Ritsuko, so that and then Masato was just like, "Nope, I'm talking to you." <laughs> yeah, and Ritsuko says something like, "Uh, maybe she's just trying to like get out all the. She's trying to make up for lost time." Well, it's because Ritsuko's uh, mom's name is why everybody's giving her a white birth. But yeah, Masato right. does not know about her mom, or doesn't care one those two. Right. Yeah, and then there was an implication that because she didn't talk for two years, she's just trying to catch up. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and I think we see that in the letters between Ritsuko and Naoko. Yeah, which is actually surprising, the fact they send letters to each other, I think. Dude, it's great. Like, holy shit, here's a functional parent-child relationship, which is why yeah. the end of this episode is so terrible. When, it's weird because, like, Ritsuko says that she doesn't like her mother, but... Well, doesn't, doesn't like her that much. Yeah, but the mother has, like, seriously tried to be with her daughter, like... Um, I would wager that the reason Ritsuko has those feelings is because of what happens later. Oh, yeah, no, we do not know why she actually dislikes her mother yet. Yeah, I don't think she actually dislikes her. I mean, at this point, they seem very close. It's it's the later stuff that I think causes the rift, as it were. Okay. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know nothing about Richiko's father, so I don't know if that's like a he's thing not or mentioned not. yet. Yeah, he's not yeah, mentioned I, at all. I don't know if he's dead or not during that time. So I was just wondering. Uh, then we get meeting Kaji. Surprise, he's always sucked. He looks better with Sohail than with a fucking ponytail. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like being a human, he was always bad at it. <laughs> Naoko has a conversation with Ritsuko, or it might be in one of her letters, where she's like, hey, I'm sorry that like I'm kind of a crappy mom. I only, ask, I only act like a mother when it's easy to do so. Which again, hey, very re- Naoko seems like a reasonable, grounded person, huh? Strange. Wonder what's gonna happen with her, and if that will play out in a satisfying way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of her mother, right? Ritsuko's Naoko. Mother. Yes. Uh, two thousand. We go to two thousand three. Um, we someone says like, oh, the third impact is gonna happen in about ten years, and we learn of the two groups that are set up to prevent the third impact. Uh, Sila and Garen. Yeah. Which I kind of wish I looked these up so I knew what they meant. And we get the bit of Fuyu- this is Fuyutsuki and uh, Yui at the river, I believe, where Fuyutsuki basically says, like, oh, my views are more in line with you without any real context. Am I right on this? I think if I remember, he, she was like, she had young Shinji with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know he was like trying to prevent her to not be a test subject. Was he? Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. uh, and I only truly remember that so freshly because I just hit play on that river episode. And he said, I just want you to not, that doesn't mean you have to be a test subject. Oh, right. Okay. So I think he's trying to prevent the next scene. <laughs> well, and then right. she's like, I just go with the flow of the things. She goes with the flow and she's like, I do it for Shinji so he can have a better future. Okay, so that was that fucking scene when Shinji Shinji wants some boob, right? And it was just so fucking awkward in that scene, isn't it? Hey, I got bad news. I think this is where, well, maybe not exactly where, but Ano decided he would pick up some Freud and some Young, and I think we're going to get more of that stuff, especially the Freud. Okay, I did not understand what the fuck you're talking about, but okay. Uh, Uh, They're both psychologists. Freud is the guy famous for everyone wants to fuck their mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so outside of what you've already said, I want to know what you guys think of Yui because I honestly don't think we're going to get more Yui. I don't think we're going to get any answers. But she, there, there's something with her. I don't think she's innocent or naive or any of that. I, I feel like not sinister, but there, there has to be more going on with Yui than what we're shown, right? No. You don't think so? No. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I, I like you so much, so I'm willing to pass, look past anything unless it's a major dump. But, like, it's kind of bullshit that we get that fucking experiment and then we see what... We don't see what happens to Yui. And this fucking... <laughs> I think we no, know we what happens will. to Yui. <laughs> but, like, I hate the fact that the fucking anime is like, oh, we're not going to show you this until it fucking matters. Like... Oh my gosh, I'm so Isn't done every with the anime? fucking cuts. I mean, that's Dude, every TV show. it's so show. bad. It's so bad because the show is like, we want to know. Like, fucking, you're giving us so many episodes of us, of you guys not telling us anything. Yeah, it's that pizza model that he was talking, or that, not pizza, uh, the uh, puzzle model that Orange just tells us about. Is they just, they keep throwing pieces at us as we're trying to put the puzzle together and like, just fucking figure it out. Yeah, it's just so bad because it's like, 
And they're giving us give- the middle of the puzzle and not the edges. <laughs> and they're giving us these episodes where it's this massive exposition dumps. Like, oh my gosh. The only time we understand what is happening is whenever we get these fucking episodes. And yes, the episodes are interesting, but they're boring as fuck. It looks like I'm fucking reading a textbook whenever I'm fucking watching these episodes. I think uh, they introduced her as a just a well-rounded character in terms of like... Uh, she's this smart scientist up and coming worth has at least, you know, the brain worthy of someone who's definitely her superior to come like talk to her about it. And she becomes slightly successful. I think she 100%. I know I'm skipping ahead, gets manipulated by Akari. And then I think he had the shit planned out long in advance. And I think she's just happens to be the innocent bystander of all this. Cause I think seal you had mentioned is they're one of the organizations meant to protect against the third thing. Now, whether or not SEALs, what they are, to the, or organizations will change over time, which I'm sure is what's happened. Uh, but in all minds, unless they just, like, at the end of it, just pull the rug out from underneath and be like, it was her all along. Oh, my gosh. I would hate that because I love Yui so much. I have nothing to go on that she's I don't evil. think so. I just, with the way they set her character up, it's hard for me to buy that she was, like, manipulated so easily or like naively fell into it. I think she knew more than we're shown is kind of my, where I'm at. Oh no, dude, I completely agree with you that I think she knows a lot more than, um, I think everyone in this fucking show knows more than what I know. Not Masato. She's right there with us. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Not Shinji. He knows less. Uh, And I'm going to say though, like if these final episodes, if there's another exposition dump, I'm not going to be happy. I'm so tired of these exposition dumps. Dude, you're not going to be happy no matter what happens. Yeah. Oh, shit. We did skip past uh, Fuyutsuki and Yui are talking previously. Like, they're walking along a path. And Fuyutsuki says, like, I respect Gendo, but I can't bring myself to like him. Which is where I wanted to talk about Gendo. Because one of my biggest problems with this episode, and it's going to come back again with Naoko is that we're supposed to believe that Gendo is somehow charming or charismatic, but all we're seeing is him being a like skin-crawling, a creepy piece of shit. They do a fuck ton of sh- uh, tell, don't show. Yes, 100%. Which is just awful, so awful storytelling. It I mean, if they like, made Gendo uh, like... If they had swapped Gendi, Gendo and Kaji, I could be like, okay... I see what you're trying to do with this character. But to tell me that Gendo is at all charming, like, fuck off, right? Yeah, no. They they have not earned, the television show has not earned that. Okay, so I'm going to say this right now. So I have a three, thanks to Owens. But I think Yui is actually behind all of this. And I I think Gendo is not, I think he is an evil person. But he's just following his um, wife's objective. And actually, to to your point, um, I think I'm just gonna say I think the wife is gonna come back, and I'm gonna be really pissed if she comes back. She already is back as Eva's mom. Yeah, she's um, Eva. <laughs> yeah, but she's not. She's not Yui yet. She's a fucking Eva mom. Okay. Don't you know how the show ends? I don't know how the show ends. Do you know how the show ends? No, I thought I thought you said at the beginning that you know how the ending of the show. Um, I know. No, there's a thing that Shinji does that's like really disgusting. That's how it ends. Great. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Quickly to your point, I do think Gendo like accidentally did legitimately fall in love with Yui. 
and we'll get a little bit more of that. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Yui is fucking great. Well, I think to finish off this episode, let's let's walk through what kind of make sure the viewers are with us. Just walk through the rest of it and let's talk about all of it. Well, I mean, that that was going to tie us back in because uh, I, I want to talk about everything as a whole. I don't want to talk about individual scenes and what that means without talking about later stuff that happens. OK, sure. Yeah. I mean, that pro- that makes perfect sense for this episode. So we get we get to the test uh, in 2004. Yui is doing some sort of test with the Eva. Um, and she says, oh, I just want to make sure there's a bright future for Shinji. And those were the last words she ever said. She was wiped from the face of the earth. We get a little bit from Naoko, who says, like, I kind of wish that would happen. Yeah. And they foreshadowed that in about 30 more seconds. Yeah. And we then they say, oh, from that point, Gendo changed. He became a changed man. He was on a path to attain godhood. You would be really interesting if we saw Gendo change at all. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yep. Uh, and they also say, oh, Gendo can't let go of Yui, which is kind of what I was talking about. He's so like on this war path because of what happened. Also, Ray, obviously. Also, I want to put that. <laughs> what the fuck happened? I want to know. Uh, she synced 400%, 500%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she synced 500%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we see the bit with Gendo and Naoko, which again, fuck, dude, why are you attracted to this guy? <laughs> Come on, Naoko, you're better than this. Oh, no, dude, it, it makes complete sense. If if uh, Jindo's literally the only guy that CCs, eventually, you mean, it's last man on Earth, right? Yeah, I don't think he's the only guy there. Uh, dude, he's the, only, he's the only intelligent guy, though. <laughs> I mean, I do you see anybody else? I mean, fucking Fujiko, or whatever his name is, um, Unico, the white hell guy, like, he's not fucking hanging out. I don't see anybody else. Fuyutsuki, yeah, he is. I, I, I never see him. So we've covered that the home record now. Oh, she's she's not a home record though. Like, I know, I. But yeah, mm-hmm. Yui's already dead. Get over it. <sighs> yeah, dude. Like it makes complete sense. I don't know how many fucking years has it been though. Like, but um, Wichiko's mom did nothing wrong. <laughs> no, hold on. No, she did not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2010. We get to the gay her in HQ. Uh, we see young Ray, and I think I want to say it's Ritsuko who's like, "Oh, hey, I thought you had a son." Yeah, and Gendo's like, "Oh no, this is my friend's daughter, my acquaintance's daughter that I'm watching." Which Gendo, you could do, a, you could do a better lie than that. Uh, the Magi is completed. Oh, before we, before that, young Ray, super fucking creepy. Oh yeah, absolutely. But later on to that scene. Oh yeah, we get it at the Magi scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Magi is completed, uh, we, and we learn that Masato is working in Germany, which is kind of a nice touch, I think. And then we get Ray, who's lost, and Naoko is like, oh, I can fi- help you find your way back. She's like, I don't need your help. Whoa, whoa, we forgot about the fucking kissing scene, because this happened before Ray No, we, we already talked about Gendo and, Ray, or Gendo and Naoko, uh, which I, get, I guess worth noting that Ritsuko did see it. Not necessarily important, I don't know, but Ritsuko did witness uh, Gendo and Naoko, yeah. Which, do you think it's which is why Ritsuko has a problem with her mom is because of that? No, I think it's the next stuff that's coming up. Okay. So Ray is lost and says, and is like, oh, I don't need your help, you hag. And keeps calling her a hag. And is like, oh, but that's what Gendo said. Gendo calls you a hag. He said he doesn't need you anymore. <laughs> and Naoko loses her shit, uh, chokes Ray to death, and then ostensibly shoots herself. Is that what happened? Yes. Oh my gosh, I completely missed that. I thought she jumped. No, I think that was a gunshot. No. Yeah, I know there's a lot of blood. 
Either way, and, and yeah, and then we see like the chalk outline. Either way, she choked young Ray to death and then killed herself. Um, kind of to your, I, I've been sitting God on damn, this. she kills Ray? Yeah. What the fuck? I did well, not it's fine. Know that. She's a clone. She can make another. Or they can make yeah. another. <laughs> um, or somehow she knows about that too. Yeah, because she actually does say like, uh, well, I don't know if she does, but because uh, it comes off the back of Ray saying like, uh, Gendo's done with you or whatever. He doesn't need you anymore. And then Naoko says like, oh, he he can replace you just like every other woman or whatever. Which, uh, again, fuck off. Oh, and then we get that fucking scene when fucking um, Wichiko's mom. I, I just cannot remember her name. Naoko. Yeah, Naoko is fucking kissing Jindo and realized that Jindo was not having it. So he didn't, he didn't, re, he didn't, um, what do call it, send uh, feelings back to Nico. Right. We saw that fucking scene. Uh, the, the one thing I do want to say is tying it back to Ray not having a personality. Uh, for one, we saw what happens when she has a personality. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is that? She gets killed. She, yeah, she, well, yeah, she gets killed and also she was being a piece of shit. Well, it doesn't matter. She's a fucking kid. I mean, it makes sense. Like, yeah, but only... there was like real malice in that face, man. Where is a clone of fucking what's her name? She she has fucking feelings about being Yui. Of course, she has feelings about that. But other than that, she has no other feelings. All right, I'm jumping in now. Yeah, go for it. Another hot take that's gonna be off the wall. Yeah, hit me with it. I am kind of uh, voting into uh, robot. Clone Ray now. Just now? Yep, just now. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think that Ikari, uh, Commander Gendo. Gendo, yeah. I think Gendo uh, orchestrated all this from the beginning. According to Dead Sea Scrolls. Yep. I think he was smart enough to have manipulated the accident and to also have manipulated, what's her face? Naoko. Yeah. Into uh, basically committing suicide after making everything that he needed for himself. Okay. Now, I don't know why he needs her out of the picture yet, or maybe that was just a casualty, but uh, that's kind of where I'm sitting because, yeah, that fucking Ray scene was weird because obviously Ray's still alive or some another Ray is it's alive. An, it's another Ray. That's my bad. It's clone Ray. It's clone Ray. Yeah. But um, what I'm saying, though, is Fucking, I don't understand how this is part of Jindo's plan because Jindo really wanted um, Nico to be on his side. Then Jindo just, Jindo just has to. Did he? Um, no, he didn't care. She bit, she finished the Magi. He was done with her. Like, yeah, like I said, I was thinking he wants to be the one that knows everything and everyone has to rely on mm-hmm. him. So he gets rid of all the other people. Oh, that makes more sense. I have a hot take on your hot take. Oh, let's do it. We will not get an answer to your hot take one way or the other. Fuck. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? We will. We will. I don't know, dude. I've lost faith. I don't trust this show to deliver. God damn, dude. And then remember how I mentioned it was just a sample of Adam? Yeah. This is where I have it written down was after, uh, after the jump, after, after she shoots herself. So there's a scene after this before the uh, outro. Before we jump into that, I whoa, fucking whoa, 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 hate. Whoa, before- I, I just want to say I hate. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So it's not. Um, Supposedly, I'm looking at a wiki, and she she does it by jumping off the rails above the Magi. So oh, she, okay. just, she jumped. She didn't shoot herself. Either way, this she is, killed herself. Yeah, okay. I, I just... The way they built Naoko up, I don't believe that she would do this. Like, th- this moment doesn't feel earned to me. Oh, the fact that she killed herself? Or, or the fact, the fact that, that she, she would choke Ray. a child to death and then kill herself over this. Do you this. think Ray like, fainted like she died, and then because the clone just got up and pushed her off the wall? No. I think she died. Wait, what? I th- I think that Ray is dead. Oh, that specific Ray is dead. Yeah. So you think Gendo did it then? 
No, I think she killed herself. I, oh. I'm saying I don't. I don't think they earned this scene with that character. They built this character up as like way too smart and intelligent, or like even emotionally intelligent and grounded to just suddenly have a turn like this is terrible. Okay, so I get a question. Why do you? Why do you think of um? What's good? Why do you not think uh, which girl doesn't like her mother? Because she killed a child and then committed suicide. No, because there's no way they killed Way. There's no way that's in the fucking book. Does Ritsuko know about Clone Way? Ritsuko would know about Clone Ray in that scenario, yes. You think she knows about Clone Ray? I don't think she knows about Clone Ray. I think she does. You think so? Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the writers know. I think they were winging the shit on the fly. I mean, it doesn't matter if she fucking killed Way because then she would know. She's like, oh, they can make another one of her. Oh, at this point, I think Ritsuko knows. I don't think at that point, Ritsuko or Naoko knew that that was a clone. No, but later on, she's talking about how much she hated her mother. Well, she doesn't say she hated. She says, I didn't like her that much. And I think the only two explanations for that are her killing Ray and then committing suicide, a combination of the two or just one of them, or her relationship with Gendo. We do see Gendo and Ritsuko in front of that Ray machine. So I think Ray, no, I don't, I don't think it's crazy that, that Ritsuko knows Ray is a clone. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But like, I understand why she doesn't like her mother because clearly the, her and her mother had a good relationship going on. And it's not because fucking the mother is going against, uh, is trying to get with Jindo because we don't know where the fuck is the dad at. I don't know if the dad's alive. If they said the dad, the dad is alive, then that makes complete sense. Like screwing up the fucking relationship. And I'm fine with, um, Wichiko's mom getting, trying to get with Jindo. I'm completely fine with that because you mean last man on earth. I mean, come on. You only have one smart guy in the room. Might as well mess with him. I don't, I don't see the reason why Wichiko doesn't like a mother. It's I mean, if you, you reject that, we already presented you the other possibility. I, I guess it's either you like them or you don't. <laughs> okay. I don't know, because either she, uh, either, the only two things I could think of is, is she just resents her mom for killing herself. I mean, oh, it could be the fact that she killed Ray, and it's like, oh, it opened up, it opened up the eyes that her mom could kill a child. Even though fucking Wichiko is willing to kill any of the evil pilots. I don't think speculating on it's going to matter until episode 26. Yeah, we're doing fucking donuts. There's no reason. I don't think this is going to get addressed again. See, I think everything is going to get addressed, and that's why this show is either good or bad. It's because people like don't like what they hear. After that incident, uh, Gayhern is dissolved and reformed as Nerve. They rebrand, do some PR, because <laughs> your top scientist murdering a child and then committing suicide on top of your supercomputer, <laughs> not a good look. I bet they sweep most of that shit up. Yeah, I don't think they know that. Uh, then we cut back to 2015. Kaji comes and breaks out Fuyutsuki. Masato is let go. Uh, we get to Kaji hanging out by like a fence. He says, what took you so long? Get shot. Uh, we cut to Masato at home. Okay, so question right here. Do you think Kaji's dead? Yes. Okay. Anthony? Um, no, because no one dies in this series. <laughs> He'd be the he would be the first death to my knowledge, other than like bystanders. I mean it makes sense because we didn't see him fucking die. We only saw fucking we only hold a gunshot. But also we are nearing the end of the series, so I'm also- usually on the train of you don't see a body, they're not dead, but Kaji's character feels done. And he had the whole, like, this is my last job moment. And I don't think the show is going to pull a bait and switch like that. Okay. I, I was just say I didn't see the fucking body. Honestly, they haven't done bait and switch yet, but they have prevented death. And to be fair, though, this isn't the very end, so we'll find out 
if they do do shit like that, you'll find out almost immediately. Yeah. Also, if he wasn't dead, it would completely negate the next scene. Oh, you mean um, what happened to Tonjo or whatever his fucking name is? Where it doesn't matter? Nope. Not at all. Um, I mean... Or Masato's crying after the voicemail. Yeah, uh, she hears the voicemail and breaks down. Uh, Kaji tells her that, hey, the truth is with you. Shinji peeks out and then goes back to his room, pulls the pillow over his head and goes, I can't do anything. I can't say anything. I'm just a child. It's a pretty depressing ending. Yeah, which... Did you guys listen to the piano, sad piano song after that? No, I didn't because I was pissed at Shinji. Uh, fucking go hug Masato, goddammit. Dude, Shinji's not going to do any of that shit. I don't know what you think he's going to do. Oh, I don't think he's going to, but I can be mad at him for not. I mean, fucking, he's a kid, dude. He's not going to do any of that shit. The fucking adults or kids, too. Fuck everybody in this fucking show except Yui. Yui's the only good person <laughs> in the show. I hope she turns out to be the catalyst for everything evil. Uh, Anything else on 21? No. No, and I think I covered most of my hot takes. Yeah, I was about to say predictions, takes. Anything that we, that we haven't covered already. So we hit in the end. I'm hoping it wraps up something. Um, Yui mom. That's my hot take. Best mom. Maybe I think I'm thinking Jinjo's a puppet. I think Yui might be behind all of this. I think she might be smart enough, but I don't think Jinjo's smart enough. Oh my gosh, my, that's my hot take. I think Yui's behind all of this. Orange, you got anything fresh? I don't think I have any takes that we have not talked about. Ano has problems with gender roles. There's my hot take. <laughs> he, he approaches them from a place of not great understanding. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and just since we're doing it every week now, uh, quick check-in. We're all disappointed. Uh, yeah, like a temperature check. Yeah, how are you feeling on Evangelion? Uh, mine went from, so it started like, all right, fine, to, all right, I'm interested. Let's see what happens. And I think I held that. And then this week I'm like, I'm not interested, but I'm still going to see what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at this point you finish the series and. Like, yeah, I'm pretty much right. That dude, I came out of episode 16 going, yeah. yeah. And then this week I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, my thing is, uh. I hated the show from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but it has amazing story qualities. Like, goddamn, they, they do a good job. Like They have good world building. Yeah, they have good world building. And I do like some of the characters. But goddamn, am I happy the fact that there's two more sessions of this? <laughs> yes, I am, dude. I can't wait for me to finish Evangelion and fucking watch the end of Evangelion because they don't know how to fucking end the show. But goddamn, I'm so Well, then we happy. have to do Death and Rebirth and... Uh, oh, fuck that, dude. I'm not watching shit. Rebuild 1.0. You are not good enough or whatever. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're through the dense anime. No, dude, because you're going to pick Challenge another accepted. dense anime. Yeah, you're going to pick another dense anime. I'm and... leaning towards something that is going to be delightful and quick. So <laughs> you can fuck off. Um, <laughs> okay, question you guys. Okay, yeah. so the next few episodes, do you think anybody's going to die? Uh, I think they're going to start killing characters, yeah. You think they're going to start killing characters? Who I don't do you think know who, kill off? Um, but I think they're going to start killing characters. I think the only ones I would classify as safe are Shinji and Masato. Okay, so you think they might kill Jindal off in these few episodes? I think anyone else is on the table. Okay, I don't think Jindal would die in these set of episodes. I think he might die. It's the final set. I don't think Asuka is. Um, but I think he might die in the end of Evangelion. 
Uh, oh yeah, mm, that's interesting because you you know end isn't like a an extension; it's a new telling, right? So next week we'll be finishing up the main series episodes twenty two through twenty six, and then after that we'll be doing end of Evangelion. Next time on my first anime, will Anthony get any of his questions answered? Shit. I just, the flow charts, I just need a flow chart. That's all I want is like a flow chart. Will Sal ever pronounce Gendo's name right? Oh no, his name is Jindo. It does a fucking E. It's Jindo. Will Orange ever accept age inappropriate fan service? <laughs> Dude, come on. It's fucking gross. Just get over it. <laughs> Next time on My First Anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. Uh, I play single-player games and multiplayer games. Well, sometimes multiplayer games. Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey. Also, always a zero. And my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, first Anime. anime.